The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah. 
ended quicker than I thought it was going to end. I can only apologise, dear listener. We, I mean, we could have a whole Ruttles fest here if you wanted to, but we've got a blooming radio show to do. My name is Ian Lee. Who's the lady in the corner? Oh, me? Yeah! Oh, I'm Catherine Boyle. Catherine Boyle. I'm, I'm not a lady. Catherine Boyle. We're joined by Tommy. Tommy's on the telephone. Good evening, Tom. Good evening, Ian. Ian the cat. Yes, hey. that's us. What can we do for you tonight, Tom? Yeah. I just want to uh, talk about last night. You had a, a fantastic piece right at the end. We did the periscope. Oh, the periscope, and we found... <coughs> excuse me. We found the young lady singer that she was recommended to me um, by our good friend Roger, and her name was Nikki Spaffoni. Yeah, that was fantastic. That's she was great. She was great. Here's the thing, Chip. You missed it. it was, we did a periscope, a couple of periscope love bombs. You haven't done them for a while. And okay. um, we found this young lady, Acoustic Nikki, N-I-C-K-I, and we oh. watched her playing a gig to a room of largely uninterested people who were requesting Bon Jovi. And we, <laughs> we went and we listened to her for a bit, and she was delightful, I thought. Yeah, it was great. The whole thing was great. I mean, uh, you should do it more often. Well, we we didn't we haven't done them for a while because I think we might have misunderstood some instructions from up on high. So yeah, we'll, we will do it more often. It's a nice thing we've been do- we, we we sort of yeah. started doing them a couple of years ago, going around and um, finding people with hardly any viewers on Periscope and love bombing them. That sounds good. Nice well, one, Tom. Anything else, mate? Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Well, that was nice. A little summary of the last twenty minutes of yesterday's show. I like that. Good evening, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm going to be honest. I've gone through the papers and online. There's not a lot. There's not a lot going on, and I don't really. I mean, it's been it's been very um, brown heavy this show recently. Very brown heavy. By that, by brown, I mean fecal matter. And I don't mm. want to be too lavatorial, but. Today, you know those um, round little cardboard um, things that that um, cotton buds, earbuds, Johnson's earbuds coming. You know the things they're like they've got a clear plastic lid, and it's like a round cardboard thing, and there's like two hundred cotton buds in there. I had to do a poo in one of those today. I had to do a poo um, to be sampled by Britain's greatest medical minds, and you're not supposed to do it in the toilet. You've got you've got to catch it. And that was the only thing I had, so I had to catch a poo earlier on today. Man alive, what a day. There's nothing more humiliating than holding a Johnson's cotton bud packet under your bum trying to catch a poo. I'm really sorry. We're going to go high. We're going to go high brown a bit, but this is just my day. I had to do that, then I had to scoop a little bit out and put it in a test tube. Um, then, I had to, then I had to get rid of the, 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 the cotton bud thing. It turns out you couldn't clean it. I spent a long time trying to clean it and put the cotton buds it back in. But it, I, it, I, some, some, anyway, it was a disaster. So I've had to throw nearly all of those cotton buds away. Then I went and gave, uh, when well, I went and had a blood test today, several blood tests today. I've got no idea. Um, and while I was, the guy's putting the needle in my arm 
And then someone pops their head around the curtain to ask about the water cooler and who collects the water. And he starts, the, the, the guy who's injecting me starts, I said, excuse me, mate, um, could you stop? And I said, this was my quote. It was done in a joking term. I wasn't being aggressive to um, a member of the National Health Service. It was done. I sensed the vibe and I knew I could get away with this. I said, excuse me, mate, could you stop effing talking to him about my, I mean, he's got a needle in my arm. And we all chuckled and we had fun. And then Friday... I'm going for an ultrasound. Now, ultrasound, that's what um, pregnant women yeah. have. Am I pregnant? Am I having a baby? I could explain some things. Wow. Imagine imagine if the show had a baby. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Has someone got a new baby that we can have? I did this once. Uh, absolute, right. When we had my first, the first, the, the eldest. And, um, like, maybe a month after we'd been born... Um, I brought him into the show, and it's me and Eloise, and we did this whole thing, and people talk, totally bought into it. I said, I said, Eloise, why have you brought a baby into the studio? Oh, because I don't get paid enough, so I'm doing some babysitting on the side. <laughs> and I went nuts. You can't, ba you can't babysit during the show, and it, it, this shows how great my my eldest son is, was, will be. Right? We're having this argument for about ten minutes, and then she said, "Look, I promise you." He won't make a sound. Silence. 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 <laughs> Brilliant timing. The best timing. It was wonderful. But we should have a baby for the show. If someone's like, having a baby tonight, there'll be someone listening. This is it. Idea number one. Someone will be having a baby tonight or this week, right? We want it. We want the baby for this show, here's what we're going to do. First things first, we will not provide any financial support. Although, do you know what? We might we'll send a present on his birthday. Okay, we'll send it. We'll send a we'll send a present on his birthday. We'll do that. Um, we will name the baby. We will have you can call, obviously call it what you want at home, but on the air. But he'll have a real name, and that will be the one we give it. And yeah, you can call it whatever exactly. you like. Exactly. On the air is baby Alan, boy or girl. <laughs> 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 I want to call it Dean. Dean. Now, Dean is always the name of the hard kid that bullies other kids. <laughs> one, of, one of my Japanese teachers about 10 years ago, she married um, a Scottish man. Um, I can't remember her name. Anyway, they um, they had a baby and they called it Alan. <laughs> baby Alan. Baby Alan. I mean, you don't it's a get name. any of those, do you? You don't get... Well, I bet you do. Can we find out, Catherine? This is your first bit of research. Susan, I'll come to you in a minute. How many, um, you can, how many babies in Britain... Male or female were called Alan in 2018. You can find that stuff out. Um, so we will name the baby and we want regular updates on the baby. We'll babysit the baby. If you can get the baby here one night, we will look after the baby. I'm excellent with babies, by the way. I'm the best. I am the best winder of babies going. Forget, whoa. Okay, we got Susan on the line ready to go. And we've got Susan calling in. This is a Susan fest. And do you know what? Neither of them are that. Susan. Oh. Isn't it? New Susans. New Susans. Newsons. <laughs> <laughs> I'd yes. like to shake the hand of the woman that made that line. Thank you very much indeed. Yes. 
Um, so we want a baby for the show. If you've got a baby um, and you're bored of it, <laughs> we want a baby, please. Lenzies. Lenzies. 0344 499 1000. Uh, Susan and then Susan will come to you in a second. This is The Late Night Alternative every weeknight from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats and gin-soaked boys and girls. Jacques Commando. <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is going to be uh, this is going to be fun, guys. It didn't work last time with blokes. It's going to work with women. Good evening, Susan. Oh, good evening. Um, I've got a couple of things to <laughs> hang say a, to hang you. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Where's the other Susan? I'm here. <laughs> but, but you were... But I said, I said good evening, Susan. Hello, darling. Yeah, Hello. I was... Hello, sweetheart. Hello, good evening, Susan. Good evening. Oh, hello. Good evening, <laughs> Catherine. Hello, Susan. We've got a, mm-hmm. a four-line switchway here. Four-line switchway? Four is line. that like a double-ended, um, but four-ways? Oh, that would work. <laughs> oh, whatever it is. Oh, there's two Susan. Um, yeah, right, let's go to the polite Susan first. Okay, um, I've got... <laughs> <laughs> She knew! I'm glad. She knew. Um, I hope everything goes well for you, right? She's gone. The other one's gone. Yes? Go on. I hope everything goes well Thank for you. Thank you very much indeed. And I've got, you know, you're talking about a baby. Well, I've got this baby doll for my granddaughter. Uh, I got it early. It's for Christmas. But listen, she talks, she says things. Listen. Hmm. <laughs> she does 16 baby sounds. Wow. Flip it. <laughs> that is... It's a theory that you were talking about a baby and I've got this doll well, here and, um... I bet George is going to phone him and say, oh, it's, it's, uh, it was planned that you were going to talk about babies because I, I was a baby once. That'll yeah, be, I know you were. We were all babies once. And you never know what you're going to grow into, do they, when they hold you, when you, they hold us in well, their you, arms? you grow into an adult. I think you know, you know, yeah. that's going to be the, uh, the thing. But you haven't got, we, uh, that's great, Susan. And Ian, can I just ask one thing, if it's all right? Of course it's Why, all right. What, just in case anyone's listening. Yeah, well. Um, I arrange charity case. talks and I'm looking for an author to oh. give a talk on ghosts, hauntings, anything about Borley Rectory, oh, anything like rectory. that. And I wonder if anyone's listening tonight, yep. could they get through to the operator? They're welcome to talk to me. That's you mean, you mean Sam is the operator, right? Whoever's on tonight, it's yeah, Sam is the operator. <laughs> and I live in Essex, so it would be in Essex um, okay. if they can do it. And we do pay for their travelling cost and that. Okay, well, well Susan, we, we, we do have a lot of um, bullsh- uh, a lot of people <laughs> who are into the supernatural. Borley Rectory, do you know Borley Rectory, Catherine? No. The most That's haunted, pla- most haunted yeah. place in Britain. It burnt down, didn't it? Oh, yeah, the actual building, but the yep. grounds are there. The grounds. I haven't been there for a, a good while, but I used to visit there yeah. when we did our Hunting, did you ever get the? Did you ever get the willies in B- at Borley Rectory? Not really, oh, but I thought it was a pr- lovely place. Yeah. it's a lovely place to visit. Well, stay there, Susan, because we're going to play a game in a minute, inspired by someone on Twitter. All right. Called Krista. Who we're going to play Lazy Susans in a minute. But let's go <laughs> to the. Let's go to the ill-mannered, annoying Susan. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, Susan, I, I love the baby doll and the way that the baby talks because I love yeah. baby talking. Yeah, it's cute. I got that from Facebook. Um, it was on. It, it was uh, for sale. It's brand new. Yeah. I got it for my granddaughter for cute, Christmas. Yeah. I'm putting it away soon. 
Oh, yeah. sweetheart, that's amazing. Does she does she wear a little nappy? Does she have a little doll, uh, dolly's bottle to feed the baby? She's got a dummy. She's got a dummy. She's a soft body oh, doll, but I like, yeah. as you say, it's got 16, it says 16 things, do you know the baby? So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweetheart, she'll love it. She'll absolutely love it. Yeah. Are you I thinking of calling stuff. it Susan? She might do. Oh, that's as a I lovely name. Lot, she probably will. <laughs> do you like being a Susan? I love it. Yeah, well, it was a fi- I was born in the 50s, you see, so um, oh. it was. I think Susan was the outmore in the 50s and 60s, wasn't it? I was born yeah. in the 40s, love. I wouldn't know. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't really matter, does it? I'm ancient! <laughs> and there's so many ways you can spell it as well, isn't there? Yeah. Susan, it's got a Z in it. Do you remember Susie and the Banshees? Yeah, I like all those sort of songs, yeah. Were they punky, though? Pardon? Were they punky, though? I um I I used to like that sort of music when I was younger. I wasn't a punk rocker, but I liked... I mean, I like listening to it now sometimes. You're a raver. Eh? Hey? You're a raver. No, but I like dancing. I do like dancing and all that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it's But I always hear you when you're on... You know, I, when I listen to you, when I listen to James Well and that. And you're, oh, don't you're I talk. go on, though? I know. <laughs> no, it's nice hearing people talk. Well, you're lovely. Oh, well, thank you very much. And you are as well. It's nice listening <laughs> to people talking. Yeah. Susie, uh, Susie and the Banshees, the Susie there was spelt with an X, and it was named after one of the Native American tribes of India. It was actually mm. very important. It had an X in it. So, so that's uh, interesting. Susie, yeah, people don't call their baby girl Susan anymore, do they? Or Jane. Jane was a nice one. Yeah, I've Jane. got a cousin, Jane. Yeah, yeah she's a lovely nice. girl. Very nice. She's a bit younger than me, but again, that, as you say, you don't hear that now, do you, so um, much? Sweetheart, I just want to talk to... I don't know whether you've got any friends or nephews or whatsoever, but Ian, um, if, a, if a white boy marries a Chinese girl, they have really pretty babies. Yes, I bet yeah, that is a good combination, isn't it? The yep. best, the best. <laughs> hmm. Well, what are you doing oh, for the rest know, of the I night then? I know somebody, um, <laughs> I know, well, only through my daughter, uh, a friend of hers, he's hot, his dad is English, but his mum is Chinese, and he doesn't, he doesn't look, you know, like a, like a Chinese person, he doesn't look like Chinese at all. He looks like more Medi- Mediterranean. Mm. Very, very unusual, if you know what I mean. It's, um, yeah. Exotic. I like him exotic. Yeah. Do you, Susan? You, really don't, you would never know he would... You would never know he was actually chi- yeah, half Chinese. Mm. Fancy. So yeah. It's unusual, isn't it? Yeah. Really is unusual. And he's very nice as well. He's a nice um, person. Oh, that's good then. Yeah. What are you doing? Susan? Well, um, I've, I've, my bedroom is in a bit of a mess I've got because I'm going on holiday soon. Oh. And going to Wales. I've never been to Wales before. Wales or Wells? Capel, Capel Cruid, is it? Capel something. Capel Cruid. It's right out in the northern part. We've got a cottage we're hiring mm. and it's animal friendly, dog friendly. you got room so for a small one, Susan? Pardon? You I've got, got a, what, my dog? Me! Um... The dog is not very big. If you talk about the dog. Are you talking about the dog? Darling, this isn't me. Kath 
Catherine's doing an imitation of my voice and it's getting complicated, but don't worry Sorry, about it. Sorry, there's two of you talking. Oh, I didn't realise. Sorry. No, it's Catherine. <laughs> I'm that Catherine is imitating me, so it's all right. getting... Don't okay. Catherine's teasing you, sweetheart. That's all right. That's okay. Oh, she's a trickster. That, this is the real <laughs> Susan. It's like Halloween, isn't it? <laughs> Scarier. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. This doll's just laying here and it's got... It doesn't shut its eyes. It's got its eyes open all the time. But it's pretty doll. It's a pretty doll. It's watching you, Susan. Yeah, I know. Give her, <laughs> give her a press and see might what she ha- says. Things might happen like with the other one. That doll that Ian was talking about. <laughs> if I get off the phone, Catherine can imitate me to you, Susan. Yeah, this is right. this, this <laughs> at it here. We're not getting anywhere. It's just getting silly. Quite That's all right. Is Ian there? Who's that? <laughs> Hello? Ian? No, it's me, yeah. Ian speaking. Where's Hello? Ian, the other one, the, on the oh, radio? I don't know what the other one is. Are you the one who like music? Pardon? Do you like punk music? Uh, uh, what I can remember, I, I like I um, some of them, you know. Um, I can't remember them all now, but, um, it, what, yeah. I mean, because I like dancing and that. I like the beats and the sounds of it, you know. So, And I think a lot of the 70s and 80s music is... Um, it's it's different. Uh, that type of it's different to the music you've got nowadays. Um, you know, so I like. Um, I can't remember her name now. Uh, who who's, who's sang uh, "New Toy"? Oh, what is her name? That was that weren't that was um, Nina Lovitch. Visage. Visage. Yeah. Lee, yeah, she's. I like, she was very Lee good. Strange. Too strange was the lead singer. Oh, was it? Oh, right. Yeah. But anyway, I've got a song by the Buzzcocks for you. Do you want to hear it? All right. Like yeah, okay. Go. Right, it's good. Turn it up a little bit for you. <laughs> Can you hear that? No. Can't hear anything. Tell you what I mean. I say that comes from my mind. Can you hear that? I can hear a bit of it, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, now. Straight, straight line, you know me, I'm acting dumb. You've seen the humdrum, boredom, boredom. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. yeah I remember, I used to play no, no, uh, in the eighty, early 80s when I had my... my yeah, I can. I remember that. The year Anakin in the UK come out. Yeah, I, I mean, I just had all different... Do you, turn it up? Do you want me to turn it off? Yeah, OK, if you can. Yeah, of course I can. There you go. It's off. Mm. But anyway, uh, was do you like the Clash and the Damned and that? And the Jam? Yeah, they were all very, yes. Yep. Stranglers? Yeah, yeah. Stranglers, yeah. Good, weren't they? They were. They was, yeah, it was yeah, all good music. Um, yeah, who was that other they, one, the passenger? Uh, the, the dark-haired woman. Oh, what was it called? Um, Happy House. You sang Happy yeah, House. Yeah, Susie, wasn't it? Susan Banshees. I think so. Play, I can't play remember now. Playground Swift, remember that? No, right. I don't remember every single thing. Um, uh, but I do. Uh, I remember playing a lot of the music, especially when I was younger. And well, that's well, when we had the music, you know, the eighties. Have you ever heard the Anti Nowhere League? No, I don't. Unless I hear it, I wouldn't remember it. 
Um, oh, not sing that. You wouldn't know that, them words. No. No, so I, I was a mixture. I, I like Gloria Estefan when she came out. You know, the when she was younger. Oh, anyway, the, well, going off the subject, oh, 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 really, I wanted to hope Ian's okay, really. Pardon? He hasn't. I was, I'm trying to find out if it's Ian's all right as well. Because yeah. I'm trying to let one rip. Yeah. I don't know where he is testes. at the moment. Money. <laughs> you know, he's got a bit of trouble. Well, he did have a bit of trouble. He might all be gone now. Is he all right? Hello? Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. 03444991000. Good evening, Alan. Hi, boss. Good evening, Alan. What can we do for you tonight? I just want to say, miss my first call back in two weeks. Okay, yep. How are you? Um, um, I'm okay. I'm not feeling very well at I'm the moment. So sorry. What happened, mate? Yeah, well, I, I'm all right. I'm, I'm getting some tests done. It'll be fine. I, I panicked a little bit yesterday when they said that I might have an incurable cancer. Just for some reason, that kind of made me panic. Um, but I think it's just a stomach bug. I, it's good. I'm getting some tests done. They're going to do some tests. It's going to be fine. They're going to give me some... I reckon they will inject me and they will make me better. Very good. We, we've had some bad news on the allotment today. Oh, no. You've not found another body? No. But the said we're broken into. Uh-oh. What, your, your dad's old porno's got nicked? No. Both his drills. Um, both his thrills? No, drills. I ordered, um, a hedge... 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 Trimmer. Tr- trimmer. Is that what you call it? Hedge trimmer. I ordered a hedge trimmer today. It's, hard, it's like 140 quid. Well, on Amazon. Um, yeah. Blimey. Yeah. Well, I've ordered something on Amazon today. Uh, if it was a hedge trimmer, I'm going to shoot myself in the There's eye. a Bluetooth headset. Oh, what, f- not for, not for... The mobile. Yeah, not for when you phone us, though, is it, Alan? It will be. It will be. No, it won't. Because you don't like Bluetooth. Mm-mm-mm. i tell you what, we'll try it, and I bet it sounds rubbish. Well, I haven't got, I haven't got it yet. I've only just ordered it. It well, won't be here till July. I only paid 8p for it. <laughs> Catherine, over to you. 8p. Yeah, 8p, Kath. Right. Is it, are you sure it's going to be like a life-size one and not one for a dolly? Dolly? <laughs> no, it, it would be to stick in my ear to use with a mobile phone. And it was, um, it was, uh, but part, uh, tag me, tag me, I want to come in. It was eight pence. Yeah, with 3.99 PMP. Um, okay, and what makes you think an eight pence Bluetooth headset is going to be any good? Because I went to reviews and they've got four stars. Okay, well in that case it'll be fine. But it's not coming in, t- is it, you say it's not coming t- till July, that would imply it's coming from China. Yeah. If you could get some semen with that and then put it inside a Caucasian woman, then you're going to have beautiful babies. Apparently, yes. The best. Well, I'm not sure. We probably see them down the casino when they're older. Okay, you see them down the casino when you're older. Okay. No, I'm talking about the Chinese baby. Chinese baby. Okay. Um, okay. They, so do they gamble China a lot the- then, Chinese babies? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know about that particular characteristic. Well, we know the Chinese... When I'm in Burgundy Centre and I go by the casino, the Chinese people love to spend all their it's money in there. Not, it's not racist. It's not It's not racist. The Chinese love a good old gamble. They love a good spend-up. Yeah. They love it. And that's why red is their lucky colour. But again, eight... Well, it doesn't make sense what you said, but 
Again, eight pence for a Bluetooth headset. I just wonder, how, how is the company making profit out of that? Because it's three ninety nine postage and packaging. Greg, thank you very much indeed. That's Alan Caddick there, back after a two-week ban. And can I just say, that two weeks really has done him the world of good. 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Let's go to Catherine. Good evening, Catherine. <laughs> Hi, Ian. Hello, Catherine. Hi, Catherine, Hi, number yeah. one. <laughs> Are you all right? Are you feeling okay, Ian? I'm, I'm okay. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm feeling... I'm okay. I, I'm, I'm still not... I'm not feeling great. I felt a bit rough this afternoon. Mm. But also, the, Kath has, uh, has pointed out that now I'm very anxious because I'm waiting for tests and stuff. Yeah, so you're now... worrying because yeah. I know it's like every... Because every three months I have to go for the, the CT scan and yeah. also the um, ECG and MRI. Yeah. And um, they terrify me, all three of them. They really terrify me. And the worst part is waiting for the results. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but, you know what? I'm looking forward to having an ultrasound. It's not something men get to have too often. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I want to, uh, and I am going to ask them not to tell me the sex. Oh, well, good for you. Uh, yeah, I don't want to know the sex. I want it to be a surprise. There's so few surprises <laughs> in life these days. Let's there have, are. Let's have that. You've got to make your own sometimes. Yes, 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 Can yes. you tell me why, uh, what sort of scan you're having? Do you, are you having the one that's... You've got to drink the liquid an hour before. No, I'm not allowed. No, I don't think so. It's a quarter past nine on Friday morning. I'm not allowed to eat for six hours before, which is fine because right, I'll be asleep. Yeah. And I can only drink quick, uh, I need to say queer liquids. Gosh, <laughs> wow. That would be something. Um, I can only drink clear liquids, which again could work with queer liquids. I don't know. So um, I, d I don't know. I don't think. Right. No, I'm not drinking the, the magic um, radiation drink. I don't think. Okay. Right. Well, best of luck for that. Thank you very um, much. What I'm phoning in about is the lady that wanted somebody to give a talk on ghosts. Ooh. Ah, that was one of the Susans. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, I would like to offer my services. Where was Su Where was Susan? Essex. 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 Yeah. Okay. And I'm Hertfordshire. Is that so. near? I don't know counties. Yeah, it's, it's not too far, depending on I where she order. is in Essex. So, Sam, can you get first Susan back on? Don't get the wrong one, though, Sam. Yeah, because we've got her here already, <laughs> the second one. Get first Susan back on, and we will um, see. Because you, of course, were like a ghost hunter. You, you made, Did you make love to a ghost once, or did I imagine no. that? She got blown off. She got blown off by a ghost. <laughs> oh, you do make me laugh. No, I didn't. Um, but we had, a, we had a, before I got diagnosed, we had our own group for about eight years. Swingers. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, but you've never seen a swinging ghost, have you? <laughs> dirty, dirty. Just waving its chains all over the place like some <laughs> horny little little thing. Right, hang on a second. We've got uh, Susan. Hello. We might have found a talker, a speaker for you. Yeah, I heard. Oh, that'd be great if you can do it. I'd be very great. Well, hang on a minute. I don't. I, I love the way. Yeah, we'll take her. You don't know. She might. She yeah. Could, she could be a murderer. She oh. could be a bullshiner. <laughs> my husband. Um, my husband introduces the speakers anyway. Oh, so, so he, he's, he can defend you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, so I he can handle. But you no, don't want to know right. her qualifications or anything. No, honestly, anyone that <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even have to be an author. Anyone that's interested in who can give talks. Yeah. They're very welcome. This is very exciting. Catherine, have you given talks before? No, I, well, actually, no, no I have no, never. No, 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 oh, sorry. 
Catherine number two. My, that was my fault. That was my fault. I apologise. Catherine number two. Sorry. Yeah, when we had the group, I gave a few, yeah. Because Catherine number two, oh, Susan, was part of like a ghost, um, rut, uh, not rutting, ghost hunting yeah. group. Well, it was oh, right. our group, yeah. yeah they are very popular, and uh, the money yeah. we raise on the evening is going to the Clapton Food Bank. They always oh, go oh, for right. causes. That's great. And, and includes animals as well in, in the charity. Oh, Imagine if she said, yeah, and the money raised will be going to Nigel Farage's Brexit <laughs> party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, um, uh, Catherine number two, are yeah. you happy for um, our operator to give Susan your phone number? Yes. You sure? Yes, of course. We have to say legally, if anybody gets murdered as a direct result of this, it's not our fault. fault. It's not our fault. It's actually Sam's fault, because he's the last person to have made contact. But if you do fall in love, then yep. we are automatically coming to your wedding. I'm buying oh. a hat. <laughs> That's a given. Catherine, <laughs> Susan, thank you very much indeed. Sam, if you could swap their details, that would be brilliant. Have we just done something? I think we've just done something, yeah, well, haven't we? But time will tell what exactly we have done. <laughs> well, God, I don't want to be on the front pages again. But for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons. Well, when you've, when you've done it, Sam, you get rid of them. Thank you very much indeed. That was quite exciting. The, um, who was the old guy on... BBC? Quincy. No, 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 no. This, okay, you can see this is going to become a meme, uh, or as I call it, a meme. Um, no, the old guy on BBC Local Radio who um, had it off with the Queen Mum. Didn't have it off for that. Well, she stuck up for him, though. She stuck one up him. Yes. What was his name? Richard Bradford. Spendlove. Richard Spendlove. Right. He would do this thing, and this was like five years ago. Right. It's this incredible old git <laughs> on radio, and just everything that's wrong with the BBC. Actually, not everything that's wrong with the BBC. He was very grumpy, but the ladies did love him, didn't they? But he would also do a thing. I remember listening and thinking, I can't believe he's doing this. Like an old woman would phone up and say, "Right, so she'd been in her seventies and say." I used to live in Dorset in a town called Twinkletoes in the 50s with my husband, Reggie. Reggie has passed away and we lived at number 124 uh, MacDougall Street. And I just wondered if anybody out there had also lived there at that time, 1956 to 1967, um, and would be up for having a chit-chat. And he'd go, All okay. right, my darling, let me see what I can do. No, but then he'd go, What's your mobile number? And then she'd give him the mobile number. But on air? On air. <laughs> he was oh, in, honestly, he was encouraging women, w widowed women in their 70s to give out their mobile, their home numbers on air. <laughs> he would do it. I'd listen and go, You can't do that. What a world we live in. Let's, um, let's have a break and then we're going to go to Andy. Oh, 03, what a start to the show. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> ah, right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. Well, you, you just tuned in. Man alive. We're here every night from 10. Um, yeah, so we do the, also the best of this goes out on a Saturday night, but that's changing slightly because of that thing. Yeah. So when do we start the best, when do the time? It starts at like quarter to 11 or something. Oh, okay, that's, that's traditional. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> 
That's traditional. Okay, so they do. There's a podcast. It's there's a well, not podcast. It's on the radio. There's a, sh- a new show. You just heard a trail for that's going to be on Saturdays, ten till ten forty-five, mm-hmm. and then it's then we start at eleven forty-five, um, d- d- doing the best of, which is fine. I'm sure it's going to be a huge success. So good for them. Uh, but we are here. If you stop listening because the show got too heavy, well, welcome back because the show ain't heavy anymore. Good evening. Let's go to Andy. Good evening, Andy. Hello, Ian. Hello, Andy. Thanks for ringing. What would you like to talk about now? Are you on speakerphone? I am, sorry, yes. Yeah, I'd like to talk about rude people that um, answer phone calls with an attitude whilst on speakerphone. <laughs> oh, my word, that was a little bit harsh. No, it's not. You, you, you got ten seconds to comply. Get off speakerphone, otherwise I'm sho- shoving that phone down the little hole in your penis. It's definitely hard. Uh, uh, let me figure it out. One, one second. No worry. Well, you've got ten seconds, mate. I'm a fair man. Can you hear me now, Ian? Unfortunately, yes, I can. What can we do for you, Andy? Um, I, I've, I've been listening to your show. You've covered a lot of subjects, and I'd like to contribute. Oh, so, there you go. Contribute, uh, contribute away. Okay, we'll start with babies. Um... Any, anyone, anyone, anyone else losing their boner right now? Anyone? Just me? <laughs> Is it just me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, we could get heavy and talk about cancer. I, I can talk about that. But what I was going to say was... Can you combine the two? <laughs> what would you like to say, Andy? Just don't, don't give us a minute. You just let's just dive into the conversazione. That's Italian for conversation. Um, yeah, potentially. Um, but give it Brexit and it'll be conversation again. Um, We're talking to the most humorless soul I've ever encountered in my life. What do you want? I'm sorry, Ian. I, um, I'm, I'm used to talking to somebody rational. You seem to be very hyped up tonight. Because you're a speakerphone bummer! What do you want? <laughs> right, okay. Um, my youngest turned 18 this month, um, uh, which was round about the time I realised what was causing babies, so I put a stop to all of that. But Okay, I mean, can, we, can I ask you, put down the jokes. When, when we want jokes, Kath will do them, I'll do them, or I'll get a comedian in. Um, so so what, what, what do you want to say? You know what? Um, poss- possibly not much, really. Okay, thanks really- very much for your call. Let's go to George. Good evening, George. Good evening to you. I enjoyed that periscope last night as well. I thought it was. It, she was lovely, wasn't she? She was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Are you going to link with her? Are you you're going to do an interview with her? I've, we have um, DM'd each other a little bit last night. I forgot to do it today, actually. But yeah, hopefully we'll get her on the show at some point. Oh, lovely, lovely. Did you ever? Read a book called Pete and Dud, a biography. On, I think uh, I did a long time ago. I think I did, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Right. No, it was written by a, a guy called Al- Alexander Games. And Alexander is uh, an old acquaintance of mine. And he's drafted a book about me called M- Making a Profit. And uh, his book consi- consists of just uh, all the newspaper cuttings, yeah. or most of the newspaper cuttings since since 1984. Brilliant. I'd read that. 
Yeah, well, and uh, it's waiting for an ending, so... Oh, I, I can I, fix that? <laughs> yeah. So, I so can I, help with that, definitely. Paul Ross just gave me some suggestions through the glass a second ago, so, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm, I'm just wondering if, if we could do, do the ending of the book t together. Uh, well, I was thinking murder. How are you seeing this proceeding? Well, me making a, a, a prophecy is... Go on, then. Ma ...is making a prophecy. Go on, then, do it. Do it now. Do it now? Yeah, make a prophecy now. Well, it, it, it starts... The prophecy starts uh, with me saying that Boris Johnson could be our last ever Prime Minister, or he could be the one from last Prime Minister, either the last or the one from last. Okay. So that's the, the beginning of the prophecy. Okay, and the ending of the prophecy? The ending of the prophecy, it's... Uh, we're going to get a, a, a Brexit to, to London, Wonder City, State, London. Oh, okay. okay, so how come... Okay, just to, just to move things on, because I, I, I'm probably going to die before you the way this is going. Why? Well, because this is boring the hell out of me. So what... what, what so what? What do, what, what, do I, what do we do? What do I have to do? Well, I, I was thinking if we did this properly, you, you could sell an exclusive to, to one of the newspapers. No, no one's interested in me. Oh, you're going to write it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no the, 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 our, our conversation and the prophecy I make would, would be the, the story, essentially. No one's interested. Here's the thing. No one's interested in you in the papers. No one's interested in me in the papers anymore. Yeah, well... So it, they're not going to sell... They're, they're, imagine imagine trying to sell a story about two people the newspapers aren't interested in. Yeah, well, I tried today, actually. I tried, I, I tried the sun and the mirror. I, I set a target. I, I wanted to get okay. £999. Okay. And uh, so I, I offered them both an exclusive, but neither were... They, they weren't interested. OK, well, un unlucky. Unlucky, George. I wish you the very, very best of luck with that very, very confusing and, let's be honest, dull project. 0344 Give us a call. Catherine Boyle, she's wearing planets on her boobs today. Yeah, and a UFO. It's a blouse. It's a nice blouse. She's got a great blouse on. I like that. I can't get away with crazily patterned shirts. I can't do it. Paul Ross does it with style. I've seen you in a small floral. Uh, that was what I used to call my Paul Ross shirt. Well, I like it. Um, chucked it away the other day. I've got a big pile of clothes on my bedroom floor that I'm going to chuck away. I'm going to chuck them away at some point. They're, re they're ready to be chucked away. Um, but, but Paul Ross can do it. Um, who's the old man on before? James Wales can do it. You can do it because you're a lady. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. I just feel I'd feel I'd feel too much like a man approaching fifty. Chris Addison does it, and he's not a man. Well, he probably is. Actually, he probably he? is. But um, why? Why? Why are you bothered what anyone why? else thinks? Now listen. Why are you bothered what anyone else thinks? If you want to wear something, wear it. It's just well, I don't think I'd look good in it. I think you would. Well, I don't think. I, well, well, I don't, I don't. According to you, I don't care what other people think. So I don't care that you think I'd look good. Yeah, but you did throw some shoes away once because I thought they were silly. 
Uh, yeah, I did actually. You 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 foot shamed me. I didn't mean to. Yeah, you did. I didn't you know laughed you'd be at what bothered. I thought were a snazzy pair of shoes. You laughed at them and said I look like a tit. <laughs> I never said a tit. Words to that effect. I knew you hadn't picked them. Words to that. Yeah, I hadn't picked them because a, a gay man picked them for me. Uh, this is when I was was on TV and I was getting clothes bought for me, and a stylish homosexual bought them yeah, for me, for and I thought this is it. I'm in. Uh, with, in, in the fashion world, not with this guy. And, um, he wasn't my type. But, um, so you, you foot shamed me. Yeah, didn't know, didn't know I had. I just knew that, I, I didn't even say anything. I just said they were, oh, they're unusual. Did you pick those? That's all I said. Yep. Yep. That's all I said. Yeah. Yep. I didn't realise. So you do care what I think. So I think you should try uh, a snazzy shirt. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do it. I'm going just for the. Just to spite me now. Yeah. I'm going for the plain shirts now with the uh, granddad collar. That's what I'm going for. The collarless shirts. I've got a couple. Got a couple of new ones in. Might wear one. Oh, tomorrow. So tomorrow I'm in. Friday I'm not in. Friday it's the Catherine Boyle show. Um, but I will be calling in because mm-hmm. I'm taking my boys to see Dan TDM. Explain that. Who is the who, YouTube, who is he's a YouTuber, right? He's a YouTuber, and he, he um, does videos of him playing video games and stuff. And he's great. He's really good. He's funny. Seems like a decent bloke. Uh, I think his, his clips, are, his, his clips, his, his pieces are, are funny. They're imaginative. They're well put together. He's worth. Get this, Sam. He's worth twenty five million pounds. Twenty five million pounds. Anyway, we're taking him. I'm taking my boys, who are seven and nine, to see him at Wembley Arena. And I've taken them to big concerts before, but I've always taken them to see. My things, Brian Wilson, the Monkees, the Beach Boys, Bare Naked Ladies. Stuff they like, but it's always my thing, right? This is the first time they've taken me to their thing, okay? And so we're going on Friday, we're going to dye our hair blue, because he used to do that, and we've got to dress up in blue, because we're in the blue team. And it's at Wembley Arena, so what's that? Eight, ten thousand people. Um, and there were 200 meet and greets, but they sold out straight away, so we didn't get meet and greets. And my eldest last night was saying, wouldn't it be great? He says, I think some people get picked up from the audience. Wouldn't it be great if we got asked to go up on stage with Dan? And I said, well, you know that's not going to happen. And he said, yeah, he'd worked out the odds of it. He'd, he'd worked out the odds. I said, that's great you've done that. I just Let me just be realistic. We're going to have a, a great night. We're going to have fun. We're going to get some good food before. We're going to shout and we're going to buy some T-shirts at the merch stand. Really, really unlikely you're going to get there. And I'm really sorry I missed out on the meet and greets. I, 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 I just found out too late. And he was cool with it, right? Then, oh, then, in the last couple of days, I've tweeted. Does anyone know who's promoting the Dan TDM tour? I'm, I'm clinging on to that last bit of fame from being on the TV two years ago. I'd love to get backstage and meet him. Expected nothing of him. Well, this evening, I got a tweet from Dan's manager woman called Elspeth. I love the name Elspeth because you think it's going to be Elizabeth. But you go, El- Elspeth. It's got an, el- that LSP combat, Elspeth. I, I think it's a great name. She messaged me saying, I'm Dan's manager. Can you DM me, please? Um, Can you leave me alone, please? <laughs> <laughs> so I looked and she, yeah, she's his manager and I DM'd her and I said, look, this is, I, I missed out on this. I'm really excited. Boys are a big fan. I'm a big fan as well. I think he's great. Um, be very welcome on the show if you ever wanted to come on. I know he doesn't need to because he's, you know, he's doing, his videos get, videos get like 10, 15 million views, 25 million views, some of them. It's insane. But it'd be great if there's any way I could get a picture of him with the boys. 
Yeah, not a problem at all. I'll sort you out with some uh, after-show passes. Can you stick around after... The, do you think the boys will be OK sticking around after the show to come to the, the VIP lounge for drinks? I went, yes, I think they will be. So, and I've not told the boys. So I had the conversation before about we're not going to meet him. And I've, I've only found out tonight. I've got, I'm, I've got to pick up... I've got to pick up some things somewhere. I'm not saying where, because someone will go and steal them. Steal them. And then uh, we're going to go and meet Dan, TDM. It would be like me being taken to my first concert and then uh, being taken into, like, a bar and there's one of the monkeys there. You know, whoa, Paul McCartney's there. Whoa! It's going to be like them meeting Paul McCartney. They're gonna, their mind, tiny little minds are going to be blown. And then... Elspeth says, um, he's got a few more dates coming up, Manchester and Birmingham, I think, maybe Glasgow, I'm not sure. She said, um, I know it's probably impossible for you to arrange this at such short notice, but do you think he could come on your show next week? Probably not, you probably got stuff booked in, could he go? And I'm thinking, oh, you, you don't know this show. Oh, I said, any time he wants to come in, on the phone, in the studio, we'll do a whole Dan TDM hour, if you want. He can come on and he can uh, plug whatever he wants. So suddenly... I'm going to be, I've not been this cool since I jumped off of a, a balsa wood aeroplane a hundred feet in the air out in the middle of the jungle. I'm going to be cool again. I'm thrilled. And the boys aren't going to know. And I'm rubbish at keeping these kind of secrets. I always let it It'll slip. It'll be so worth it. Yeah. Gonna ke- I've, got, I've got to go and collect a couple of bits and pieces. Then I've got to pick them up from school on, on Friday. We're going to get changed in the car into blue stuff. Going to drive over to Wembley. Going to get some burgers or something. Maybe get a bit of pizza beforehand. Go in. Watch the show. Well, that was great, wasn't it? Sorry we didn't get up on stage. Shall we go? I think it's this way. Daddy, everyone's going this way. No, I think it's, I think it's this way. I wonder what's through this door. Boom. Oh, look, it's your mate down TDM. I know, I know, a privileged life of a, in inverted commas, small c, celebrity. Yeah, but anyone moaning would do the same thing oh, if they could. Oh, exactly. You guys know that you would do anything to get your kids. And also, it's not, you know, it's not my showbiz world, Dan TDM. It's a different sphere altogether. You guys would do anything to get your kid, make your kids happy. And I'm, I'm, I'm milking that tiny little bit of celebrity juice <laughs> that's left. Um, we have an empty switchboard for the first time this evening. What a first hour. Thank you very much, everybody that called in. But, 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 we've got another two hours to go, dear listener. Oh, I want to talk about haunted dolls. I want to talk about Prince William. I want to talk about Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife has died. Oh. That's sad, isn't it? I know yeah. they were a bit of a joke, that couple. But I they loved looked, those shows. Yeah, they were, they were obviously very, very much in love. And I yeah. think that's, um, that's a bit sad. But, Lots and lots to talk about, and anything else you fancy, 0344 Now is a great time to call. Be the first call after the news. The Late Night Alternative, every weeknight from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of Late Night Radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of Late Night Radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talk.
Here we go. Wow. Okay, I'll say, my name is Yasha, and I am Magic Baby. 344 I love that song. Walls and Bridges is a great John Lennon album. It's a great John... Mm, it's a good John Lennon album. I don't know if there is a great John Lennon album. Imagine, it could be argued, is probably the best. John Lennon album's Apache. I mean, McCartney gets all the... Um, all the uh, the spaff, not spaff, all the shtick, all the stick for um, it releasing rubbish. But some of his stuff is rubbish, but some of his stuff is incredible. Lennon, his albums, man, they are, they're troublesome. They're troublesome. Walls and Bridges is good. Imagine is great. Um, rock and Roll is unlistenable. His Rock and Roll album with Phil Spector, they had to do as a contractual obligation because he'd um, ripped off uh, Morris Levy, who was a gangster, who was um, Tommy James's manager. We had Tommy James on the show, remember? And he said his boss was a gangster. Lennon ripped him off, and um, it's a, to get out of that legal um, trouble, he recorded an awful, awful album called Rock and Roll. It's just terrible. Absolute mess. And, and, and of course it's a mess, because Lennon sounds lousy, and it was being produced by Phil Spector, who was firing guns into the ceiling and rocking up, to, dressed up as a doctor. Uh, the work, the, here's the thing about the Beatles, right? The Beatles have worked with, they've worked with pretty much three producers. Three, pretty much three producers. They've worked with possibly the best producer in the world, and two of the worst producers in the world. On one hand, you've got Mr. George Martin, Sir George Martin, that'll be to you, young lady, the, one of the best. And the other, just Jeff Lynn and, and uh, Phil Spector. Jeff Lynn and Phil Spector. Jeff Lynn and Phil Spector. Stop working with Jeff Lynn and Phil Spector, Beatles in the 70s. Stop working with Jeff Lynn and Phil Spector. Do what McCartney did, swallow your pride, and get um, George Martin to produce Live and Let Die. That's when they became good again. It's the late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. You are. I'm the one that's not offering uh, alternative uh, advice to some Beatles who've not been working together for quite some time. I some wish two of whom are not alive anymore. I wish they would listen to me. I'm tempted to invent a time where, time machine. Well, if you could go back in time, where would you go? I'd go back to 1969. I'd tell Lennon to stop to, to not hand over the the Let It Be tapes to Phil Spector and to never work with him. And then I'd jump forward to about 1976. And I tell Harrison not to go to Jeff Lynn's house. Mm -hmm. How would you get um, close to John Lennon and George Harrison? Ah! It's the problem with the time machine thing. You get time machine, okay, right. Well, I'll go back to Henry VIII and see what it was like to be in the um, palace of Hampton, Hampton Court. Um, okay, right. Well, we can take you back there. We can't get you in there. You'd you, you just be like a peasant eating dirt. Ow! They that, probably think you're a witch. That's the exactly. You get um, you get burnt at the stake or drowned. So um, you can't. You, there's all this stuff about oh, I'll go back here, I'll go back there. But it's, it's pointless. You, 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 what you need is a time and space machine, uh -huh. like a TARDIS that will take you back in time. I'll come to you in a minute, Nigel. I'm just hoping someone else calls in. Time and space machine that will take you back to the time, but would also deposit you in the place. That's what you need. Best of all would yeah. be to do a quantum leap job, really, and go into someone's body that could gain access well, to these places. Then you have no control of that. I liked quantum leap until it became worthy. It became worthy when he jumped into a, a black man's body, when he jumped into the body of a young man who had Down syndrome, when I think... I think he... Didn't he jump into the body of a t 
teenage pregnancy once, and just as he was about to give birth, he, he leapt out again. When it became, I liked it when it was fun adventures. Mm-hmm. When it was fun when adventures. When different hats. When he was hot rodding. When he was hanging out with Buddy Holly. I liked those things. I didn't like it when it became worthy. That's when I stopped liking it. Worthiness. I don't like worthiness. Uh, Levin's not for me, is it? No, don't touch line 11. Touch line one, boy. Line one is Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Uh, good evening, Ian. Hello, it- Ian. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Nigel. What can we do for you tonight, Nigel? Uh, just running, uh, just have a and maybe a song, um, oh. if I can, in a minute. Okay. Um, I'll just tell you, I'm watching Independence Day at the moment on the video. Oh, yes. Good film, that, isn't it? Good film, is it? It's quite frightening, really, but some of the things could be reality. In well, time, it's, well it, is based, it is based on a true story. Is it? Yep. Over the aliens as well. Yep, it's based on a true story, yeah. Um, it's a good film, yeah. But what's the, what's the, um, the dark skin actor's name? The, the famous... The fam- you can say, you can say Black guy. Man. You can say Black Man. His, um, Will's, uh, Will, uh, William, Will, William Smith. Smith. Will Smith. Is it Will Smith? Will Smith, yes. That's right, yeah, he's a good actor, isn't he? He's but he played great. Muhammad Ali, didn't he, in that film? He did, and that was good. Mate. I've not watched that film. I, I enjoyed it. Um, did you see Muhammad Ali's film, yeah? I saw Will Smith's film okay, about Muhammad okay, Ali. Let's, yeah. Okay, let's... He, he's a, okay, he's a okay. big guy, isn't he? He's, but he must be about the same size as Muhammad Ali. Let us, um, uh, yeah. rate... Uh, please, no, 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 no I'm talking... you on the weather, Ian. Okay, in a second, Nigel, because I'm, yeah. I'm, do, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I'm famous for. I'm running away with a tangent. Let us list, in uh, order, our favourite boxing movies. Oh, mm. right, Okay. I would go with, right, uh, number one for Rocky. me. No, number one uh, for me is uh, Rocky Three. Yeah. Because that's the one with Mr. T. Uh, um, did Num- that one? Number I, two. I the first one. Number two would be Rocky. <laughs> number yeah. three would be Raging Bull. Yeah. Oh, good actor there. Um... And I think number four would then be Rocky Two, and I think that's the only boxing films I've seen. So mm-hmm. just just in reverse order, number four it's Rocky Two, number three it's Raging Bull, at number two it's Rocky, yeah. and at number one it's Rocky Three. What would your top five Rocky uh, top five boxing films be, Nigel? Uh, the same ones as you you picked out, I think. Really beautiful, like it, Catherine. My yeah. top two would be um, Million Dollar Baby and Ali. Yeah. Ali, the Ali G movie? It's no, not the a boxing one about, movie. The one mate. that we just referred to where Will Smith got yeah, completely... It's, not called, it's not called Ali. Documentary. It's documentary. It no, it's not called Ali. What's it called? Ali. Mm. Ali. No, it's not called Ali. It's called Ali. Ali. You don't say Muhammad Ali. Can't say Ali in our family. You can't... <laughs> you can't say... You don't, it's not called... his name Muhammad... Muhammad Ali? No. Yeah, it's Muhammad Mah- Ali. It's not. It's Muhammad oh, Ali. I always said Muhammad Ali. Like Dali. <laughs> don't don't Muhammad Ali on the way. <laughs> Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Sounds Indian, doesn't it? It does a little bit. Um, Muhammad Ali. Right. Andrew says Andrew says Raging Bull isn't really a boxing film. It's about masculinity. There's hardly any boxing mm-hmm. on it. In it. I would suggest, Andrew, you look at the cover of the DVD. What do you say? In fact, let's I get just, out of it. Do you know, Ian, if, if you don't mind me asking, do you know how tall Sylvester Stallone is? Because he looked really short. Five up foot six. Right. The cover of Raging Bull. I've got two covers of Raging mm-hmm. Bull, right? One is a close-up of Robert De Niro in the boxing yeah. ring with his boxing oh, gloves raised. Yeah, the uh, in the uh, the other one, it's someone. I don't 
think it's him, but someone in a boxing dressing gown in a in a in a boxing ring. Yeah. And we got this chancer, this guy Andrew K saying, "Raging Bull isn't really a boxing film." I would suggest you mm. look at the cover again, mate. I would suggest you look at the cover of the movie and then you tell me it's not a boxing film. That's what but, I would uh, suggest what, you do. Ian. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The, how tall is Sylvester Stallone? Five foot six. No. Yep. Really? Yep. All movie stars. I thought are, he was about five ten. Five foot six. No. All movie oh, stars are tiny. Yeah, because they... Well, he didn't look that short on, in his films, but I, I suppose they bring the camera down. They, had, they bring the... They bring, um, the, cabra, uh, they bring yeah. the camera down, yes. But, but I mean, he, he was huge in uh, Rambo, wasn't he? He was, was massive in, in the 80s. In, in Rambo, yeah, Rambo 3 and that one. Yeah, one. boxes. Um, but in the, box, in the Rocky ones, he was good in that as well. Okay. But, uh, so so I, I, I'm a lot... I'm a lot taller than him, then. You could probably have him if you wanted to. Pardon? You could probably have him if you wanted right. to. No, I'm, I haven't got enough muscle. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've seen you pumping off. No, I've got. Uh, a you, could, you could, you could, you uh, could, you could punish, you could punish Stallone <laughs> in the ring. Yeah, you know the bulwark. You haven't seen my new films on YouTube. I bought a bulwark the other day for ten quid. The uh, thing that you stretch. You know the, the stretch you think. Right, hang on a minute. Andrew K. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Andrew K. Says Scorsese wouldn't have touched it. He hated boxing. I hate Catherine, but I work with her every night. So that's how it goes. So you need. <laughs> this is what he says. So you need to look closer what the film is about. Yes, there's boxing, but that's not really what it's about. Fact. Forget the cover or opening credits. No, no, no. You need to look at the cover, Andrew Kay. What is on the cover? The cover is a picture of De Niro boxing. Oh, yeah. It is a boxing movie. Do you, what, you think they're going to put something on the cover that it's not about? Not De Niro. Please be quiet! Do you think yes. they're going to put something on the cover that the movie is not about? Are you insane, Andrew Kay? Uh, you are. Oh, 0344 499. But, please, please, Nigel, please. Oh, yes. please, um, Nigel, please. No, stop talking, no. I'm doing my thing. This is what I, I do. Know, I go to... off on tangents and I talk for a long time about bollocks <laughs> because I'm trying to get people to phone in who are idiots yes. like Andrew Kay. Oh, three, four, <laughs> please. Shut up! Oh, three, Sorry. please. Oh, three, <laughs> please. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go over to Nigel. Yes, I was going to say, before someone... The staff broke her shoulder. Just seen it on the news. Someone spaffed on what? So broke her shoulder with a stone. I mean, shock. She, she's not. She, her shoulder's broken. Uh, it'll be all right. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. This is. I've just seen it on the, on the newsreel on on, on the internet. Uh, she'll be all right. She'll be all right. That's sad. She? She'll be all right. Right. Do you want to do a song for us, Nigel? Yeah, it's a shame, though, isn't it? Uh, I don't. It was a pop cut. She was in a concert. Yeah. Okay. It'll be all right. Um, I'll do you Nigel's time. My brother asked me to do Nigel's time. He likes that one. Okay. The one I wrote myself. Okay. With somebody else. Yeah. Oh, where you go? I'm going to stand up. Cause it's a better signal, isn't it, when I stand up? Why didn't you? <laughs> but I'm over by the window. Just start. Just really? start singing in five seconds. Otherwise, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Tuning in, calling up, talking to the nation, sing a song, melody. For your adoration, late night phone-ins, I'm keeping you awake. It's our time, it's our time to shine. Up all night, it's entertainment time. It's our time, it's our time to sing another line. Whoa, it's not your time. Crowds are gone, so up on your horizon. Save us home, back on the phone. 
to my radio station late night bonus. I'm keeping you awake. It's our time, it's our time to shine. Up all night, it's entertainment time. Mm. What am I doing with my life? Oh, Jesus. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, Catherine, what have you got? Nelly's r- raised uh, the tr- the champ on Twitter, and that, of course, is a great film. But it's actually a film about fatherhood, not boxing. <laughs> Well, Rocky isn't about boxing. No, exactly. None Rocky, of it's really about boxing. Rocky is not about boxing. It's, it's about it's about poverty versus wealth. It's about um, uh, uh, social aspirations. It's about um, uh, marriage. It's about fame. It's about dreams. It's about failure. It's not about boxing. No. It's about running up steps. <laughs> and punching, uh, punching <laughs> meat. It's about, it's about pounding meat in cold yeah, rooms. It is. If you want to watch a film that's purely about boxing, I suggest you watch Boxing. <laughs> Here's a story. Well, sorry, can I just say, Roger has tweeted what I, I think is the, the horniest gif I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Of Adrian. N- no, the next oh. one. Although that is, she's, a, she's beautiful. beautiful. The young um, lady, possibly Korean, with... Boxing gloves, that's, pa- a, that's a thing, isn't it? A, I think it's a thing now. I don't know. It's, I think that's a thing. Gosh, there you go. Uh, 03444991000 is the phone number. Catherine, go on, what have you got? A mystery mime artist who was dressed in black and white bodysuit, took donations from villagers at a fair to get his identity, and then ran away with all the money. Wow, that takes... the perfect crime. Yeah. The man who only communicated by mime... I'm going to do the rest of this story in his fashion. Go on. Can I stop you there? You're mouthing the words, and we can hear it. <laughs> we can hear. So she's doing the arm movements, then she's going. I can hear what you're doing. <laughs> try again in mind. No, I thought if you mime on the radio, you've got to whisper. <laughs> no, try again. Okay. So, <laughs> so just mind the story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That was a great story. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, 03444. Seriously, if you have seen him, contact the police. Um, chilling moment. A psychic reality star who bought a haunted doll from eBay discovers it's inhabited by the ghost of a little girl. Um, we are stuck in some kind of loop. A psychic medium, a... Psychic, Psychic medium who appeared on Channel 4 show The Circle was left shaken after purchasing a haunted doll on eBay and connecting with its ghost. He's fine, I can guarantee it. Ryan Gooding, 29, from Suffolk, who is famously known... Gosh. Who is famously known for predicting the death of the late Jade Goody had noticed a trend for people selling possessed toys on the site and decided to investigate whether it was a gimmick or legitimate. Well, we need to investigate whether he's a gimmick or legitimate. 
He, te he teamed up with the fellow The Circle star, Sinead Edwards, 23, from Carmarthenshire, Southwest Wales, with whom he runs a paranormal YouTube channel and filmed a seance with the doll he bought, which the seller claimed was inhabited by the spirit of a little girl. In a 20-minute video, which we're going to dig out, can you find um, uh, Ryan Gooding's uh, YouTube channel and, mm -hmm. and send me the link? In a 20-minute video, the pair called on the ghost to make themselves known and were shocked when they heard strange noises, detected movement while using dowsing rods, and saw the doll appear to move by itself. Um, oh, I think it's, it's just called Rice in Paranormal. All right, I'll find it. Um, okay, well, let's, let's, let's see if we can find it and let's, let's watch it. Because, of course, we... Um, had an awful run-in when I ordered a haunted doll. Oh. <laughs> Don't type in Rysin, R-Y-S-I-N, not Rygin, because you see, uh, you go to a video of a, of, a, of a gentleman smoking what looks like a drug cigarette while, whilst, um, while slapping a very juicy black ass. Oh. That's what's going on there. Who uh, said men can't multitask? <laughs> Let's have a look. look uh, that's, uh... There's nothing supernatural about that. Gosh. Yeah. Right, hang on a minute. Let's find this again. What did I say it was called? Ricin? Yeah, Ricin Paranormal. I've got it here. Okay. Hang on. Ricin Paranormal. We got a haunted doll from eBay a week ago. Um, oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. Oh, they're, they're getting hardly any views. Let's get them on the show. Can you find this right. guy on, on Twitter? Let's get yeah. him on the show. Let's get him on the show, because I like this. We we bought a haunted doll on Twitter, right? The moment we bought it, my car sustained £420 worth of damage. The next day, Catherine's car uh, broke down and was involved in a terrifying incident. <laughs> the, the ball went. Um, uh, since that day, since that day, I've had what is potentially a, a lethal disease of the gut. I'm now, I'm, I'm currently undergoing humiliating, invasive bodily tests to find out what this is. Uh, many of you have been involved in horrific car accidents. Dave at the weekend, his car blew up uh, coming to see our show. So this doll is, is thing. Now, here's the thing. The day after we ordered that doll, I cancelled it. I cancelled it. Did you see the tweet today from someone who's sending us that doll? What? No. You're joking. Did you not see it? No. All right, let me see if I can find it. I thought it had all gone quiet on the doll front. No. Um, uh, let me... Uh, um, uh, Ian Lee. Is it Catherine the doll? Is that what it is? There is a box. Um, but they've been threatening to send that doll for ages. No, I don't believe it. No, but there is a box. Uh, can someone... Uh, can someone find the tweet from the doll, uh, which shows it all boxed up, ready to, um, uh, ready to, here it is, here it is, here it is. That could be anything in there. That could be anything in there, I don't believe it. Also, that's not an address. There, it's not, you're right, it's not addressed. Okay, fine. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retweet it and ask, is this real? Is this real? 
Right, let's go to their spooky video and let's, um, let's... 0344 499 1000. If we're talking for a lot, it means either we're onto something good or we haven't got any calls. Right now, we haven't got any calls. So here we go. This is, um, let's see their video. And welcome back to our channel, Raising Paranormal. Now today, um, we've got this lovely little doll here. I love these two. Look at the, come and look at the guy's face, Catherine, in this video. I, lo I love these two already. These are my two favourite. Look at his face. It hasn't changed. Now, on eBay, on Amazon, on loads of places online. Sinead yeah. underscore Edwards and at Psychic Ryan Gooding. Let's get, let's tweet them both. Let's get them on the show tonight if possible. But we'll have them, to, we'll have them any night they want to come in. Haunted dolls, haunted objects. And we wanted to get our hands on one and find out if this doll is actually haunted. Haunted. So I love her accent. Ryan. Yeah. You obviously know a lot more about hunting things and stuff like that than I do. Yeah. Is it actually true? Can, like, a doll actually be haunted? So, any any object can be haunted, whether that's a doll, whether that's a piece of furniture, whether that's... Mm -hmm. And all that is, is in the same as, like, when we go out on paranormal investigations and a uh, place is haunted, mm -hmm. basically... We're going out on a paranormal investigation with these two. When are you going to go to a porno film? Oh, they keep um, well. They, they, keep blowing uh, you off. No, they don't keep blowing me off. I keep blowing them off. <clears throat> okay. No, but only because they tell me like two days before, and it's it, last time it was when we were in uh, Glasgow. Okay, I'm going to jump forward a bit to where he's actually doing something spooky with the doll. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. If you're here and you're connected to the doll, can you move the doll? I don't know if you're going to be able to see that on the camera, but... The doll is moving! The camera! That doll is moving. The doll is moving. Oh, you very sweaty people. <gasps> Shit. That doll is 100% moving. I hope you can see on the camera. There, and you spit it in here. I'm not feeling like, so you know when I'm like, there's, that, you know, I've got a man here and this is your granddaughter, this is your dad, this is your son. I'm not feeling anything like that. But I'm feeling an energy. So we just hold them like this and we just basically ask if there's anyone there to move the rods and, and show us that they're here. Have you ever held dowsing rods, proper dowsing rods? No. Really, really hard to keep them still. It's really hard to keep them still. You, you, you think you just, the more you grip them, the more they move. It's almost impossible to keep them still. Really weird. Don't say that, Ryan. Oh, do I feel There's no really protection. Bizarre. Do you? This is what I don't like. It's it's Twitter addresses don't weird. work. Sorry? Twitter addresses don't work. Even... What do you mean the Twitter addresses don't work? What do you mean? I put them in, they don't work. What do you mean the Twitter addresses don't work? They don't work. Right. Right. What do you mean they don't work? I bet you've done it wrong. You've done it wrong. I copied and pasted it from their YouTube. You've... Well, they've probably got it... You... Well, you haven't. Yes, I have. They're... Right. Sinead underscore Edwards. It's double underscore, I think. Sinead? Were you... Sinead underscore Edwards. Don't... Right, okay. You read it just, to me when it. I've already written it. I've tried it. I've tried it that way. I've tried it with double underscore. Right. I've tried it with okay. a few. Okay. I'm going to try it. What you're hearing there, dear listener, is actual genuine frustration that I'm better at things than she is. I'm going to try it now. Ah, she's changed it. Sinead Edwards underscore. Right. Yeah, that's what I said. No, you didn't. Sinead underscore Edwards, think, you said. Okay. Psychic Ryan Gooding. That doesn't work. I bet it does. Psychic Ryan Gooding. He's changed it to 
found him. Ryan Gooding, 1990. Yeah, but I typed in Psychic Ryan Gooding and I found him. Yeah, but they weren't the addresses, right? What is, what is, don't fall out. Listen, Catherine, stop for a second. What? Come, come here, I want to hug you. Come here. I'm fine. No, no, no. no we this have is to the hug. doll. No, it's the doll. It's the doll. <laughs> it's the doll. He's making best friends argue. Come and hug me. Come on, it's the doll. This is not us. This is the doll. We are stronger than this. Me. We are better Ow. than this. We are better Ow. than this, all right? We are better than this. I'm not having some crappy haunted doll rip our friendship asunder. No, it won't work. Let's go to our good friend Jake. Good evening, Jake. Hello, how's it going? Very well, Jake. What can we do for you tonight? Um, you were talking about babies earlier. I was yeah. just uh, ringing up um, my girlfriend. Uh, yeah, two days ago, uh, oh. gave birth to our beautiful baby girl. Oh, mate, congratulations. Let's just check. Is she a good Thank one? Very much. Is she a good yeah, one? Yeah, absolutely. Right. She's a little cracker. I'm very proud of her. Is it your first baby? Uh, it is my first. It's my girlfriend's second, yeah. Okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah. How does, um, how does it feel, man? How does it feel? Uh, it feels amazing, yeah. I'll be honest with you. It's, uh, it's been a very surreal couple of days, um... You know, it's just gone so quickly, and sort of to come home at uh, home now, and uh, you know, and start the life, and start the life as a new uh, with a new member of the family in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's the right. best thing. Yeah, do you know what I really craved after you know you show your baby off for a week or whatever? I really craved normal for everyone to sort yeah. of like back up and for you to work out what you're doing. That's yeah. what I really, really looked forward to. Um, it just kind of feels like a big crash the last uh, sort of. 12 hours that we've been home, you know, coming yeah. down from, you know, the complete high and the adrenaline. Yeah. It's, uh, it's different. Uh, okay. It's well, I have to ask you, Jake, um, how much do you want for her? <laughs> can can oh. we can we have her as the show's baby? <laughs> I don't know if you can have her, but she could be the show's baby. That's not a we would We would like, I mean, we, obviously, you get to keep her, you know, that's fine, but we would send birthday presents. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, 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 we'd send birthday presents and we would be happy to babysit her during show hours. You just leave the phone by the cot while you and mum go out to watch a movie or something and we'll listen in. <laughs> and that, cause that might work. <laughs> um, but we need, we need a show's baby and we, uh, uh, we want to be able to kind of follow... Wow, look at that. Um, really, we need the show's baby and we want to be able to follow her as she grows up and becomes a, a toddler and a, goes to school and all of that stuff and we would feel that we were invested in um, in her. Is that possible? That is absolutely possible, yeah. And we, I, I kind of feel, and I don't want, to be, I don't want you to put mum on the line now because she must be cream-crackered. Oh, no, she's um, she's doing amazing, uh, considering. Um, yeah. She's up and about with me at the moment. I can pass her over. Is she there now? This is brilliant. Yeah. What's, what's mum's name? Michelle. Michelle. Let me speak to Michelle, please. Yeah, of course. Give me two seconds. Thanks, man. This is incredible. We might have a show baby. Hello. Is that Michelle? Yes, speaking. Hey, hey congratulations. Thank you. How are you feeling, man? Um, pretty much back to normal, surprisingly. <laughs> Yeah. Where's the second one, isn't it? Second one. Yeah, yeah. Just it certainly didn't go that way with the first one. So. Well, uh, well, this is it with ours. The first one, the labour was like 12 hours, I think. The labour for the second one, it was about an hour. Same. She started, uh, yeah. um, started bleeding a little bit at home. We went to the hospital. As soon as we got there, it popped out about 10 minutes later. It was incredible. Oh, yeah, it was, it was quite a ride because it had to be induced. So right. I had to wait the six hours. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, once it kind of got going, within two hours, she was there and they were trying to give me the um B antibiotics but they didn't they kind of got it in and then 20 minutes later she was here she was there <laughs> how you, you've got another kid does the other kid live with you 
Yeah, he does, yeah. How old, yeah. Is, how old is, is it a boy or a girl and how old? It's a, a boy, he's four and a half. Four and a half. So how is he finding being a big brother all of a sudden? Uh, he hasn't met her yet, so he's coming home tomorrow. Okay, okay. Um, but he's really super excited. Oh, he, can't, he can't wait. Mate. He kept looking out the window saying, when is she going to get off the bus? Yeah, when is she going to get off the bus? Quite... Oh, <laughs> my eldest uh, wasn't very keen about the whole bringing her home. She hadn't thought about that part. And in fact, <laughs> when we were on our way back, she said to my mum, does the baby have to live in this house? And my mum said, Aww. well, they do really. Where, where, where else would she go? Um, do you want us to put her in the garage? <laughs> she said, oh, no, you can't do that. But she was, she'd thought about having the baby sister, but she hadn't thought about the practicalities. <laughs> the fact yeah, she was, yeah. She was going to move in with us. Now, um, I, Michelle, I don't know if you know why Jake has called in. Has he made it clear? Um, just to kind of uh, announce and baby and that i think we're listening we there's no way of putting this we would like your baby to you you keep the baby don't worry you keep the baby but when she's 18 she comes and work for us and you never see her again <laughs> like still skin. Still skin. <laughs> no, hey listen. look once she's 18 she's out she's yeah actually you'll be glad to get rid of yeah. we yeah. listen we would really like a show baby and Catherine and i you know we're not going to have a baby together because that would be weird um, and also, we've, we've done it, you know, we've done babies before, that's fine. We, we've kind of got older kids now. Gene Pool, you're welcome. Yes. Um, but we would like a show baby. All that would mean is, uh, um, uh, Michelle, is that we, every now and then, maybe once a week, maybe once every other week, we just get a little update on how she's doing. Um, we send her, we'll send her a little present this week, and then we'll send her birthday presents. And um, we kind of feel like the baby belongs to us. Oh, and you have to call her Alan. <laughs> that could be a nickname, absolutely. Oh, I love it! <laughs> I love it! What have you... Have you got a name for her yet? Uh, Eleanor. Oh. Eleanor! It works! <laughs> Eleanor! Eleanor, Eleanor. Well, oh, <laughs> would, you, would you be up for that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. you too. You may still be, um, uh, you know, post... Uh, postnatal crazy. Oh, the medication's definitely yeah. not worn off. Well, listen, Michelle. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have any medication. I... Gutted. Of course you didn't, because you're a hero in a battle. Gutted. gutted. <laughs> was it, has anyone ever actually done a hypnobirth? Oh, I don't know. It all I, just sounds like a bunch of crack to it me. Does well, to me. It, it does to me. I had the, the uh, CDs, hypnobirthing CDs, just because I thought I'd have a little try of it. I never heard it because I would listen to five minutes of it and I'd fall asleep, so I don't know whether it worked or not. <laughs> I, I used to be a hypnotist myself, right? I've done hypnotism, but hypnobirthing, I, I, that, nah, that ain't gonna work, guys. No, um, no. Michelle, you two are really, really good sports, and it sounds like your kids are gonna have, have got great parents. I'm gonna pass you back to oh, Sam. Would you mind giving Sam your address, and we'll pop a little, uh, little gift um, for both the kids in the post. Is that all right? Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you very much. All right, nice one. You stay there, and um, you can go and speak to Sam, and we'll send a um, little gift. The show's got a baby! Do you know what else the show has got, Catherine? Hang on a minute, there's something coming through. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, um... I'm getting... Does the name Ryan mean anything to you? <laughs> <laughs> we got Ryan and Sinead on the line! Hello! Hello. Hey. You two, we've just been watching... Now listen, we've just been watching your video about um, the uh, haunted doll, right? So nice to talk to you, by the way. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, listen, I'm a believer. Catherine is not, and okay. Oh, Catherine, you need to come and spend yeah, the day with her. Come, come on, I've dealt with her. Right, sure. of which more well, later, I would love to. I think I've had ropey encounters in the past that have made me think that there is no mystery to this at all, and I've just encountered dodgepots. But 
I'm not saying that's you. Now listen, here's the thing. <laughs> we, 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 we're gonna, we just watched one of your, a bit of your video and we're gonna plug the hell out of your YouTube channel in a second, don't worry. But, hey. about, about five weeks ago, we, we were reading up about the haunted dolls and we bought one on, uh, on the show. While we were on the show, we bought one on eBay. A first one that came up looked like my friend Catherine. It was called Kathy, Catherine, Catherine, I think. Yeah. And, um, the, the, that night, guys, I went out to my car and my car had been vandalized. Cost me 420 pounds to get fixed. Oh, oh my God. God. Exactly. The next day, Catherine's car broke down. Loads of our listeners' cars oh, broke down around the same time. And since that day, and this was five weeks ago, since that day, I've been ill. I've had really bad stomach ache. We and both going, had a stomach upset. We didn't both we had a stomach well. upset, and I'm, I'm now going to the hospital because of because of stomach upsets. Mom. Because of this doll, I cancelled it. The next day, I emailed the the the, bar, the seller and said, "I'm I'm sorry, this is too freaky for me. I'm out." But you guys, you guys bought one. Yeah, we bought one, got it delivered. So, as a medium, I'd seen that uh, this was a thing at the moment about these haunted dolls being sold on eBay. Yeah. And uh, we thought, oh, let's check it out and see if it's really haunted or not. Because part of me thought it was just like a money-making scheme to sell these dolls for like a good price. Yeah, because they're hideous, um, right? And a lot of us of that sort of age <laughs> had them as kids and you look at them now and think, oh, am I going to get rid of this? Ah, I know. I actually think they're quite cute. So. Oh, <laughs> they're cute. She's mad. I actually love them. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sinead, they're horrendous. <laughs> end up with the doll you didn't get the doll we cancelled it we cancelled it mate <laughs> it was too freaky no it, honestly <laughs> the, that <laughs> night <laughs> an hour an hour later i went out to the car and it had been vandalized never been vandalized in that spot before i couldn't believe it so oh we cancelled it word. but go on so you got it what's your doll called because they all have names well she she isn't named and uh she didn't have a name she wasn't named on um the selling content on eBay. So we were hoping to get a name from whatever spirit it is that we have connected with that's attached to it. But so far, we haven't managed to get a name, but we're hoping that we will. Okay. Um, now, Sinead, because Ryan, you're psychic, a yeah. psychic medium. Sinead, what are you? Are you? Have you got any gifts or are you a bit of a sceptic or what's your role in all of this? Uh, I, don't, I don't have any gifts, no. Ryan's a talent, to be honest. <laughs> but I just love it. I love getting involved with it. And the more I do with him, the more I find like I offer myself to it. So every night we do, I'm hearing more, feeling more. I just love it. I um, absolutely love it. I I, I I love the Welsh accent, and, and um, <laughs> no, I th honestly, I think it's great. And and seeing seeing you on this video, I th I thought this is. Were you sceptic when you went into it, Sinead, or have you um, always believed in something? I'd say I've always sort of wanted to believe, but I've never really had anything to make me think like, oh yeah, okay, okay. I definitely believe. But we've done. I've done a lot of nights nice with Ryan. Um, I actually moved from Wales to to be by Ryan. Wow. Okay. Because <laughs> we do a lot of stuff together. And now I've seen some stuff that there's no other explanation for it. Yeah. Like the stuff I've seen since um, being with him is crazy. So you can't really... You can't really make anything else for it. What happened? We watched a bit of the, the doll video, but obviously we can't watch it all because we're on air. So to tell, us, tell us, Ryan, that what happened? So as, as you go along, um, I, I was picking up quite a weird energy in the room. And yep. normally when you pick up a spirit, I can tell you who it is, what it is, how old they are. But I wasn't able, it was almost like this energy was hiding, but I was aware it was there. Um, and kind of as the video goes on, um, you know, later on we had footsteps coming towards Sinead. We had bangs happening, obviously the dowels and rods were moving a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, and there was one part where we, we think the doll may have been moving. Um, it was quite hard to see because it wasn't like a really dramatic. We saw, no, we uh, saw that. We saw that bit. That doll is moving. You can yeah, see it. Yeah, we, we we just like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, 
yeah, well, I, I, to be fair, we were qu- I was quite taken aback because I thought the doll arrived and I thought, oh, I don't know, I don't think this is going to do anything. So I was expecting nothing to happen. Um, I think Sinead was hoping something would happen, wasn't yeah. Sinead? But I wasn't expecting all the noises. The, the noise we were having was crazy. Absolutely mad. What other what other adventures have you been on? I've only just discovered your YouTube channel. We'll give it, guys. Go and get a pen and paper. Get your phones and all because we're going to give it a big old plug in a second, and I'll tweet it out as well in a minute. But what other oh, adventures have you two you two been on? Oh, we've got some great. Well, we've got some amazing videos coming up. Yeah, we've got amazing videos coming. So we've only um, been doing a YouTube channel for two uh, just two weeks tomorrow. Oh, there you go. Brilliant, um, fantastic. Very, very new. Uh, obviously, we're in the Daily Mail for it today, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and we've got a couple of investigations up there. One is at a um, the county pub in Ipswich, which is where people would go to watch people be hung in the county hall opposite. And we've also got one in a village hall. We've got another video coming out tomorrow. So, yeah, there's going to be all sorts of bits and pieces on there. Um, And, yeah, lots of paranormal investigations and stuff like that. Yeah, and lots coming up. Tonight we filmed something really crazy. I don't know if I have... Yeah, we we, we filmed a video tonight. We've just actually been to a house tonight where um, the family are being affected by by spirits, where they've done Ouija boards that haven't been... By spirits? Stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're being really affected. The whole family. They've got a lot of children. The children are being affected. Oh, affected by spirits! I thought you meant yeah, by yeah. sexual spirit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> by by <laughs> spirit. It's not. It's not. It's not the greatest <laughs> line. I thought. What? Okay. Uh, by, they're, they're being affected. I'm sure by, that can happen. Uh, they're being affected oh by spirits. God. I'm so sorry. I missed. <laughs> it's not the best line. When you hear it back, you'll hear my confusion. Okay. So that. So what? And so the, uh, the whole family's being affected. They've got kids as well. Wow. That's terrifying. <laughs> They were they bought a Ouija board off the internet. Oh, well, there you go. And they didn't go into places, and they didn't they didn't realise how you close it down. Obviously, Ryan, it's his job. He's a psychic medium. That's what he does full time. Yep. Obviously, yep. He um we went into the house, and oh, it was just absolutely full, full of a lot of strong spirits because they hadn't obviously they hadn't closed the board down. Yeah. And there's kids there, and the kids were just being woken up, scrammed, all sorts of stuff. So it was. Mad. And obviously, obviously, the idea of, of us going there this evening is to obviously help them out and try to close everything down for them and stop it for the children and right. all of that. Okay. All right. Listen. Now, um, what is first of all the the um, the YouTube channel is Rysin Paranormal. R Y S I N Paranormal. Is that right? That yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For and Ryan you, and Sinead, obviously. I've, I've, yeah. I've, 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 yeah, you worked out. I worked it out. I'd worked it out. Hey. I'd worked it out first, guys. I just didn't feel the need to say it because I didn't want to. <laughs> sure. I have. I've just hit, clicked the subscribe button. You're up to three hundred and seventeen. Let's get it to a thousand. Three hundred eighteen. Let's get it to a thousand by the end of the night if we can. Um, we want to come out on a hunt with you guys. I want to come on. I want to come on a hunt. I want Catherine to come on a hunt. I want us yeah. to. I want us to um, probe. This this spooky world and see what comes out. Oh my we god! Are so yeah, we're so up to having you join us. We'd love that. All right, fine. Uh, we're going to sort this Let's out, Catherine. You, you stay in touch with them. I will. I've just um, followed you, Ryan, and I'll follow you too on uh, Twitter, and then we can DM yeah, and sort you, something you out. You were saying my Instagram name, and I was like, no, that's not the Twitter. Oh, well, <laughs> that'll be where I went wrong. <laughs> then we got. I, I, and now I've got the screen up. It says Instagram, and it has the names. So that yeah. was... It's the doll, it's the doll. <laughs> it's the doll. <laughs> so you haven't even met her yet and she's playing with you, Catherine. <laughs> hey, listen, you two, really nice to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time and we will be in touch and hopefully we'll, we'll meet up at some point. That's brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Nice one, guys. Thank you very much. That's uh, Sinead Edwards. Uh, that's Ryan Gooding. If you go to Rysin Paranormal on YouTube, R Y S I N Paranormal, they're going to put some spookies. Oh, uh, guys, are you still there? 
Yeah. What is that? What is that hideous background in that video? Uh, it, um, Joan, okay. bad choice of wallpaper. That, is that's not your house, is it? Uh, it's it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's in my reading room. It's a separate room. So oh, like, Ian. I thought it was a hotel. I'm so sorry. No, don't troll a man's decor. It's not in their house. Just don't worry. Then they don't. They have quite good taste. So okay, good. I, I just it looks it, for those. It looks like a sort of um, leather headboard on a bed, but it's actually <laughs> wallpaper. It, yeah, honestly, it's, um, yeah, home based, home based wallpaper. Five years ago. Tragic choice, I know. No, I think it's a look. (laughs) Guys, you're really good sports. Thank you so much. We've got to go and hang out with them. We got to go. I think and it'll be a laugh. Yeah. I think it, I, they seem like two very, very funny young people. Young people because we're old people. Speak for yourself. Um, but all, shut up. But also, I want to. Um, I want to get the willies put up me. It's been a long time. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Andrew's getting very, very angry. Andrew, 03444991000, he's adamant that Raging Bull is not a boxing movie. So then our friend Greg has, has said, well, what about Enter the Dragon? He said, Enter the Dragon is a martial arts film, but it doesn't have nor requires that much depth or subtext. Ooh, whoa! hang on. Whoa, 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 and I've corrected him. Enter the Dragon is about loss and grieving and simmering anger. It's about controlling, controlling one's emotions. The core is fighting without fighting. That is what the film is about. The film is about fighting without fighting, right? Raging Bull's a boxing movie, period. Simple as that. Simple as that. It's a boxing movie. Andrew, I'm really, just, just calm down. Please, you've really got to uh, just let it go. You're wrong on this one. Um, absolutely wrong. 0344. I like those two a lot. I like those two. What nice people. I do, and I think we could have a laugh with them without them getting upset or pressures about things. Like some people we've had on recently. Oh, we haven't even had them on. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that guy, yeah. Like some people that have been on other people's shows, you mean? Right, okay, yeah, fine. Oh, dear God, I wonder how that ended. I wonder how that... Well, I know how, how it ended for me. I don't listen anymore. Right, 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. Uh, let's go to Michelle. Good evening, Michelle. Hello, hi. I just want to... It's a bit off topic. Okay. Is that okay? Yep. For you and Cass? Yep. Hi, Cass. She there. She's there. She's just a bit busy. Are you on speakerphone, Michelle? Pardon? Yeah. Are you on speakerphone? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm on my mobile. We had this the other night. Should I move? Is that better? I, no, well, you don't need to move house just because of us. That seems a little bit no, extreme. No, I'm moving, I'm moving down my corridor. It just so sounds, it sounds very, it sounds very muffled. It's that kind of vibe about the call. That's, um, that's all. Is that better now? I've moved away from my headphones. That is much better. Yes, it it's my headphones. You see, I had my headphones. I was listening to my headphones. Um, I just wanted to say actually because I listen in, and I uh, I was talking to somebody this morning, and I have to say that you and Kath, I listen in in the evenings, and I just want to say you're kind of like a extended family, and that is the gift that you and Kath give. People listen. Wow! Do you get that? I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I, I take that on board. Thank you very much indeed. What a lovely thing to say. I just, 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 you know, as long as we don't have to buy presents for everybody and invite them round for tea, no. then no, I'm happy. 
<laughs> Although we're buying, we're buying presents. We're just we're just ordering some presents online for our, for the show's baby, baby Eleanor. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not that. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> don't... I don't have kids. I might... I don't even have cats. Well, have you got any pets at all? No, I haven't. I'm, I'm childless and I've not been married. Do you, so do you live on your own? Kind of, yeah. Is that sad? No, it's not sad. I just wondered what oh, that I was feel like. Bad now. No, don't feel sad. It's not sad at all. It's just, it's just a different way of living to, to my way of living. But I live on my own at the moment. Yeah. And um, if I didn't have the cats there... I'd go even more nuts than I've gone recently because I I need yeah. like breathing, moving things to talk to them. And the cats you can stroke to stroke them and then they ignore you and walk off like kids. But I I I need you know that kind of company. But you you get by without it, do you? No, I nearly drove in somebody today. I came back from the hairdressers and I kind of pulled up to junction. Someone in the car and he drove into her. Uh, but I I stroked my hairdresser's dog. Okay. Which was kind of nice, in a way. Well, you sound really sad now. No, I don't. I felt really happy. I was ringing out with the happiness of saying what a good show it was. <laughs> I'm not sad. I'm really happy. I am happy. Okay. You keep saying it. No, no listen. What I'm trying to say yes. is that it, well, about radio, yes. you, I tune in. When it, when it comes to 2 o'clock, I do go to bed and I go, oh, I put the radio on. When you're on with Cass, it the the thing that's good about your show is you make people feel like you're your friends or you're part of a family. Oh well, there you go. Thank you. And I, do, I don't believe you, I don't know if you you and Cass know that's how you make people that listen who on their own feel about them. Mm. I know we don't know you, and it's kind of creepy. But you feel as if you do your part of a conversation you're having with friends. Well, do you know what? That doesn't sound creepy, and I. I'm aware that we have um, perhaps a slightly different relationship with our listeners than, than some other radio presenters. Not yeah. all. I think late night is a slightly magic time for, for the connection between uh, presenter and listener. But yeah. I, I hadn't thought of it in quite that way. And that will certainly give me some food for thought over the next couple of days. So thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it, genuinely. Thank you. You have a good evening. Hey, nice one, Michelle. You take care. Thank you. What a nice call. Yeah. That's something to think about, isn't it? I know we talk about, and we, we know we have a good relationship with most of the listeners because we meet a lot of them. Some of them call up. We have a terrible relationship with some of the listeners. That's fine. Um, um, but, uh, oh, there we go. But, um, no, I hadn't thought of it in quite that way, Michelle. I, I, and uh, I do wonder. In my see in my head, I guess. But who are you talking to when you're doing the show? Because um, in my head, it's it's me. It's a it's a mid forties bloke. Yeah. Obviously, the show is broader than that, and we do try. And, I do try and make it so that it's suitable for people of all ages and and all genders. But I guess in my head, the image I have is a is a mid forties divorced bloke. Who do you do you have anyone in your head? Um. Yeah, like, you know, the people that we talked to that we met in the rabbit hole. So yeah. I'll think about, I'll think Roger, I'll think Giselle. I, I kind of know our people. Yeah. I know who yeah. we're talking to. Yeah. But it's, they are kind of versions of us, aren't they? All a little bit weird. Yeah. You're all a little bit weird. You're all a very, very geeky. Yeah. And all up way after bedtime. <laughs> That's the thing. I just need to go and get my purse so I can sort this present out. Um, oh, Because uh... I've changed an address. Oh, okay. Of course, of course, of course. All right, we're going to send present to the show. The, show, the show's got a baby. Uh, we got another hour to go. I'm enjoying the show tonight. It's, this is um, 
going along at quite a pace. Very happy with this. We've had ghosts, we've had babies, we've had arguments about boxing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um I want to talk about this Alan Robson's Night Owls as well, which is this radio show that's ending. It's like a late night show. Legendary show, that's Yeah, yeah. Loads of people have, have mentioned it to me. Um When does it when is it ending? Um, we'll have a little look. Maybe we'll have a little listen after the news. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio, the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have uh-huh. ways of and making you talk. Apple. So cut an apple, a dessert apple up. Right. Stick yeah. that in the slow cooker. Honestly, you, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. And you know those, um, and you know all the juice that comes out. Yeah. All the cooking juices. You reduce it. So make your gravy stop it Oh man, honestly, dude, <laughs> it's a little bit of salt. Lads, lads, lads can I just tell you? I've just <laughs> said I'm hungry. Oh, don't yeah. tell me about your food. Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. For talk about people. I thought <laughs> you lads were. Thought you were my friends. You serve that with thrice fried coke chips, homemade ones. Thrice. You, you're a dirty, dirty can man. I, can I just ask, <laughs> when we've got when we've got the expert here, why why thrice fried? Is this just some kind of stuff? Brings thing? out the flavours. Aye, well, it's and, and it gets ultra, ultra ultra crispy as well. To be yeah, right, right. Um, so you've got that. So, this is not going to help at all. Al. You've got a <laughs> soft, fluffy interior <laughs> and a crisp crackling when you just bite through that first chip. I'm going to eat the microphone in a minute. I'm going to just take a bite, just a bite right out of it. Hey, lovely talking to you, Craig. Thanks yeah, for coming yeah, on. Oh, All the best. Bye bye. Bye, Craig. There you go. Um, the food thing. How did it happen? Because you, when I knew you in your previous incarnation, mm. uh, I thought I'm enjoying this. He's good, isn't he? He's mm. good. He's been doing it for forty years. He's a galoot. <laughs> this is Alan Robson. That's another radio station. There's probably some law against that. I've just, I've just sent a text in. I wonder if they're going to read it. <laughs> I'm wondering. You know, I was very. That's what I'm wondering. You ever text a radio station before? Yeah. Who? Not when we used to drive around the country winding up local radio stations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also used to text uh, JVS quite a lot. But as you or? No, Kate in Bedford. Oh, really? Did uh-huh. he know? Yeah. Oh, so it was you? He used to do Ern and, Ver- Ern and Vern. They used to do like a comedy show on a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. It was, you know, the sort of experience that people sort of testify to having listened to this show where you're lying in bed laughing. So I used to do that and I used to text into them. Uh, but Why never. Grove. Um, when I first got the job on Night Owls, I wanted to oh, get. Oh, going to so I'm just waiting for. A, I'm listening for my text. I think I might have texted into Radio Two a couple of times. I can't remember. I text into BBC London quite a lot. Do you still? Still, yep. Texting quite a lot. Yep, yep, yep. Tell them where they're going wrong. Tell them what they should be doing to make it a little bit better. In Bensham, yeah, I stayed with uh, a Chinese family. Forty years. Forty years. Here's the thing. I don't know what they're replacing it with on this radio station. Anyone know? I wouldn't want to be the next person. Um. Uh. No. It, no. Exactly. It, it probably automated us. Or is it going to be like a regional link up? Is it going to be that kind of? Here's the thing, man. Late night radio is dying. It's dying art. Uh, is he? <laughs> and we'll sort you out. And they got all their spaces from that shop on the corner of, of Brighton That's, that's Grove. what I'm talking about, Brighton Grove. Yeah, right. There is a, a visceral thrill. We don't do text on this show, really. 
there is a visceral thrill, a buzz yeah. about having your text read out on um, on a yeah, radio station. I completely get why people get get kind of addicted to it, and, and also phoning. People love phoning in. Hey, can I just say a huge thank you for popping by? It's a, it's always oh. an honour to have you guys in. We love the telly stuff, of course. We know that's going to go on from strength to strength. When's sixty six going to be? Well, sixty six, uh, year forty, and all the other ones, oh, all the other bits that we've been on. It's um, Is it'll it be out in the autumn. Huh? Did the Harry Bikers? One of the Harry Bikers. Yeah. Can, can I just say from my family and and. Oh, right, and okay, 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 okay. Um, but the, the late night radio is a dying art, right? Yeah. We're, we're trying to do with this show. We're trying to do something that what Mich it was Michelle, wasn't it? Who said you know it's part of the family and all of that. We're trying to create a vibe. We're trying to create an ambiance, a feeling like a um, like a bubble. We're trying to create a build a den. How come you know so much about this, man? I really want to phone him up, but I don't know if his radio bosses would approve. Ours would be cool with it, but I don't know if his radio yeah. bosses would be so cool with it. So I'm, I'm, it's why I'm not, but in the back of my head, I, I've said in the text, I'd love to call you up, but I don't know if, if your bosses would dig it. Then part of me's thinking, he's getting the boot, so really, what does he care? Um, but we're trying to build like a den, you know, like a den that you build with like blankets and duvets and, and cushions and things like that. This is what this show is. We're trying to build a den and you're all invited into it. There aren't many other places, uh, many other shows that do it. They're all a little bit cold, a little bit impersonal. There are flashes on some places. There are flashes. You see, this is why we get a bit protective when people come in and try to sort of uh, bring what they would say to another radio station into this, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Skin's on for you. Andrew, Andrew, I'm, I'm done arguing with you on Twitter about um, the boxing movie uh, Raging Bull, OK? If you want to talk about it more, call in, but otherwise... No, 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 no. Uh, can someone... I um, can't really do that, can I? Um, There's oh. many of that things. Can't really do that. I can do it. Do you know what I can? Could someone listen, go and listen to Metro Radio for me, please? One of the, 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 um, Lane, can you listen to Metro Radio for me and see if he reads out? Um, uh, see if he reads out my text, please, and, and see what he says. And see what he says. I've told him who I am. I've, I've told him where we. I said we're playing a bit of your show out on our station. I'd love to call up, but I don't know how appropriate that would be. Um, so, it, it just let us know. Lane, Lane, are you able to, um... Oh, yes, yes. Oh, he's being replaced. Oh, no, no, no. He's being replaced by chill-out music. Oh, no, come on. Chill-out music. People are in bed. What, what more chilled-out do they need to be? Chill-out music. Because it's cheaper. Because it's free. Because it's free. He, he's, he's getting paid... He's getting paid at least a grand a week. A couple of hundred quid. If he's doing five nights a week, you'll be getting at least a couple of hundred quid a night. Um, four grand a month. There's 50 grand a year. That's, that's, that's that money saved. He's... It's more than that. He's the heart and soul of that it's station. more than that. Yeah, he's got probably got the... He probably hasn't got the smallest audience, actually, but he might... He won't have the, as, as high as breakfast or drive, but that's what it's about. Lane, w would you be able to, um, dear listener... No, I... <sighs> Oh, hang on, what have we got here? What's this? Harry sent a message. Guys, I work on Alan Robson's show. I've let the production staff know you're simulcasting at the Mo. Yeah, okay. Who says that? Harry Hardy. Oh, oh really? Mr. Custard. Oh, really? Why have I not seen that? Uh, let me see. Um, okay, well, let him know. Let him know. Uh, they're, they're replacing Night Owls with Hits Chilled. <laughs> it's chilled. Flipping. <laughs> That's what we're getting to. Uh, yay, yay, yay. 
Now, when, when Harry, when you say they would love us to ring, is that he would genuinely love us to ring, or is that you saying that? Harry, sorry, we're having a conversation. We've been talking to the production staff, I imagine. They, it's them saying it, right? Well, is it? it ha, yeah, all right, we're going in, we're going in. All right, we're going in. We're going in, we're going in. We're going in. We're, we probably will get a rollicking for this tomorrow, but you know what? Something's more... We won't. Something's... Uh, do I have to drag that down? There we go. There we go. We'll find up another radio station. Oh, no, we didn't get through. Let's try that again. What happened there? Uh, maybe because it's a withheld number. Maybe I'll do it on my phone if it, if it doesn't work. Let's try. Hello, Nighthouse Dawn speaking. Hello, this is Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hi, Ian. We just, we just, uh, listen, if we're treaded on toes, then let us know and we'll, we'll back off. But um, we're, we're broadcasting now. Harry Hardy, our friend, mutual friend, I believe, just said it would be all right if we gave, gave Alan a quick call. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and is it, all right, is it all right to broadcast, because we're broadcasting now. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah, my producer says yes. Beautiful, let's um, do it. Says yeah, I've just got to pop you on hold and we'll uh, make Alan aware that you're on. Ah, oh, wicked. Thank you so much. Cheers. No problem. Thanks, Ian. Thank you. Here we go. This is exciting, isn't it? Thank extraordinary. Thank you very much for popping by, man. Listen, man, it's the greatest of pleasure. And I, I just, I started... Oh, look at the I, delay. From, from, that was from about five minutes ago. Yeah. Their families and everybody that, 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 that I know has said, Sai, can you please... Say a massive, massive thank you, yeah, Alan. You're going to be a huge miss, and uh, we'll love you dearly, man. Bless okay, you. so thank what's you. happening? For those of you who don't know, we're on talk radio. Hello, hello, call blame me. This is a surprise. Is Good it? to talk to you, man. Hey, hello. Alan, you're, we're on your show. You're on our show. How are you doing, man? Very, very well. I'm sitting here with a hairy biker. <laughs> We love the hairy bike. Everybody loves the hairy bikers, don't they? What, what, can a, I, what, what can a lovely man. What, what a lovely man. There you go. <laughs> hey, listen, man. We're, we're on our talk radio show. You're on your show. I've had... I'm, I'm, a, I'm aware of you. I've dipped in a few times. I'm a big fan of late night radio. And anyone that can sustain 40 years in this ridiculous business of backstabbing and all kinds of nonsense is a hero to me. We've had so many of our listeners, Alan. I don't quite know how they're listening to both shows. But we've had so <laughs> many of our listeners... Get in touch, gutted that that you are. You know that we all know what's going on. It's the business. They're going. Everyone wants to listen to chilled music. We know that, but we've yeah, had yeah. we've had so many people. You know, gutted that you're going. And me, I'm here with with Catherine, my co-host, and Hi, we Alan. are real believers Hi, in the power of late night radio and how important it is oh, yeah. to to you know to the lonely people to the drunk people to the the people that are working at night to the you know to to a lot of people man and so we just wanted to phone yeah. in and say well done and we're sorry that, that we're losing another ally in this battle and um you know that lots of be. love well we'll be back here and the, the thing is and it's not you know we, there is a, a kind of a picture in everybody's mind that the people that ring in late at night uh, other drunks and the I've never spoken to a drunk oh. for thirty years. No, mate, they, they come they to our show. That's <laughs> they come they to come ours. So, no, but they, they'll come on, and if 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 they've had a couple of juices, that's fine. Yeah. As long as they've got something to say. But you, yeah. you'll know yourself that it's uh, certainly on my show. We'll get seven-year-olds all the way through to yeah. people at the other end and everything in between. Yeah. And that's the joy of it. It's spontaneous. You don't know what you're going to get, and anybody that can put up with it for any length of time. 
deserves credit so well ian it's just bless you man thank you kindly it's a it is a an industry that is an incestuous one and we all kind of know each other from yeah. a distance but uh, i appreciate you popping by that's very sweet of you alan we wish you lots of luck and and just to say you know uh, that we get we get so many people going oh you're just on a, a rubbish late night slot no no oh, no, no, no no this is the prime this, time this is the best, best day, slot best that anybody could have best of luck man and nice to talk to you thanks for letting us on there's no worries ian and all the best captain thank you so much thanks nice alan, you're a treasure you there you go what a nice guy thank <laughs> you alan there we go what a nice guy that's what that's all it is what a nice guy doing his job and um taking it on the chin with with dignity and um if we listen we'll be on the radio no but they, they'll come on and if, if if they've had a couple of we're on the radio juices that's fine as long as they've yeah. got something to say but you, you'll know yeah. yourself that it's uh, certainly on my show, we'll get seven-year-olds all the way through to people at the other uh, end and everything in between, and that's the yeah. joy of it. It's spontaneous. You don't know what you're going to get, and anybody that can put up with it for any length of time deserves credit. So, well, Ian, it's just bless you, man. Thank you kindly. It's a, it is a, an industry that is an incestuous one, and we all kind of know each other from a distance, yeah. but uh, I appreciate you popping by. That's very sweet of you. Alan, we wish you lots of luck, and, and just to say, you know, uh, that we get, we get so many... Who's this Cockney actor playing, though? You are very... Shut up. No, 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 no. This is a prime time. This, this time, is best the time best spot that anybody can have. Best of luck, man, and nice to talk to you. Thanks for letting us on. Yes, no worries, Ian, and all the best. Catherine, thank you so much. Nice to talk to you. Sorry, slags us, us off now. Pleasure. Slags us off now, listen. Thank there you go, superheroes. Hey, that was just, uh, that was pleasant. That was lovely, that, was It is. Te technically opposition, but friendly. Friendly opposition. But anyway, we've got to take a very... There you go. That uh, was a nice thing. Thank you, Harry, for, for, for sorting that but out. But you listen to that show and the warmth and, yeah. and what he can achieve in that yeah, time. Yeah, and yeah. it gives me hope, and I think you'll probably feel the same way, that we're on the right track. Why does, why does he not get drunk? So what are we doing wrong? One of us is doing something wrong. They've got we some sort of filtering process. <laughs> they have to do a breath test before they come <laughs> on. Uh, that was lovely. Uh, we got Val, we got Jack, and we could have you, dear listener, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah, did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Uh, Jack and Val, stay there a second. We helped out there uh, phone up Alan Robson on Metro. He's been doing it for 40 years. He's not really supposed to phone other radio station, but he very graciously took our, our call. We, we may very graciously get a slap on the wrist tomorrow. I'm, I'm prepared to take that. Helped out there by our friend Harry Hardy, who's on the line now. Good evening, Harry. Good evening, guys. Hello, how are you doing? Very, very well. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks for uh, putting us in touch there. We're so glad you're a double agent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, honestly, for phoning in, because it, it, it genuinely means the world to Alan that you've done that. So thank you so much. Um, no, it's, it's a pleasure. You know, I, I've, I've, I've not listened to lots of him, but I'm aware of him. I've listened to little bits and pieces. But also, it's more importantly, I, I've seen this was coming to an end for it's been known for a little while, hasn't it? And uh, the yeah. people tweeting about it. That's that's the important stuff is the people that are tweeting about it and, and you know, stuff like that. So, um, uh, you know, me and Kath are radio geeks more than happy to extend the hand of friendship. Yeah, and that's exactly the sort of show yeah. I'd want to listen to if I wasn't on the radio myself, you know? That's the sort of yeah, well, radio that got me into it. It's that sort of programme, this sort of programme that you're doing as well, Late Night Radio. It's the most fun radio to work on. I love this show so much. I love Alan Robson's show, and I'm 
so gutted that it's coming to an end because well, some of the, some of the things we've done. Harry, though, listen, we just cannot get enough chilled out music, okay? And <laughs> there's nowhere to go for it, is there? Really? There's nowhere. Where are you going to find? There's no no outlet for chilled music on the radio. They're going to play like Mochiba. Mochiba. <laughs> if only there was, uh, if only there was like something like Spotify or something. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Chilled music. Hey, nice one, Harry. Thanks for for sorting it all out. No worries, thank you so much. Hey, before I go, yes. uh, I just want to mention, like, you know how, um, remember the custard thing? Yeah. Uh, I, I was reading from a uh, joke book on stage when I did that. That was, I don't know if you remember that, This was, that was Alan Robson's joke book I was reading. Oh, it was! <laughs> oh, it all, the circle is complete! <laughs> It all links up. It all links up, Harry. Thank you, mate. Lovely. It, of course it was, yes. If you don't know what that was about, I'm not going to tell you. You should have been there about three years ago. Good evening, Val. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Val. What can we do for you tonight? You said you were going to get me a signed photo. Oh, flipping Hang on a minute. I found, I found your... Um, oh, I had your address and it's on the... It's here. I've got, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Right, hang on a minute. Valerie, uh, okay, right, let me write down, let me write, let me write down, because I, I'm going to be honest, Valerie, I haven't yeah. done it, I haven't done it, but tomorrow, tomorrow, but my list of things to do, tomorrow, <coughs> excuse me, I'm not well, it's a medical problem, to do, huh. Valerie's picture, it's happening tomorrow, and it will get posted tomorrow, and you'll have it either Saturday or Monday. Oh, thank you, um, No, uh, no, 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 no. I am sorry that I, um, it's been in the back of my mind, but I'm sorry I haven't done it sooner, and I'm sorry that you had to chase it up. It is going to happen. You just make my day when you listen to you. Well, I'm going to make your day even more, because lucky you, the picture's going to be naked. Whoa. What? No, too much? <laughs> okay, well, I'll have clothes on, Valerie. I've just been told no, and I'm having clothes on, uh, so that will oh. be fully clothed. Oh, oh, the disappointment in her voice! <laughs> the disappointment in her voice! Uh, Val, no. Val, I will get a picture out to you. I, I hopefully, you'll, you'll have it certainly by early next week, I promise. Okay. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye-bye. There we go. I like Val. I'm, I'm sorry that she had to chase it up. That was bad of me. Let's go. We're getting some good calls tonight. I like this. Let's go to Jack. Good evening, Jack. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Jack. Good evening, Kat. Hiya, Jack. I was just wondering, um, I, I tweeted you earlier, and uh, you know yesterday, at the start of your show, you played Yesterday. Oh, God. Yes, I did. It's by the Templeton Twins. Oh, thank you. I think, because, they're, called, I think uh, they're called the Templeton Twins. Yes. Let me have a look. They are, are they, yeah. Catherine? Yeah, the Templeton Twins. You can get it on eBay, but oh, the whole album is on... Uh, is on. Uh, so you can get it on Amazon. The whole album is on YouTube, though. Perfect. I was trying to find it today, and I was typing in yesterday, jazz, yeah. retro, vintage, <laughs> and it's like yesterday is like the most covered song in the world, so yeah. it's just, I, I just couldn't find it. Yeah, the, the Templeton Twins is an album from about 1971, and it's all, there's an album of tracks like that, and it is all brilliant. Perfect. Nice Thank one, you. Jack. Thank you, mate. There you go. We're happy to help. Uh, hello to, where was that, um... Just had a text from, from from Paul. Hello to Paul, who's listening. Thank you, Paul, for your kind words. Um, 0344 499 Catherine, the switchboard's empty. Okay. For the first time. Well, I've got... Uh, this I, time. What, what a night of calls we've had. I know. Incredible, isn't it's, it? it? And a lot of new voices as well we've had. So thank you. Or, or voices we don't hear very often. So thank you for that. What have you got for us now? I've got a haunted haunting message of a woman who died for 27 minutes before being brought back to life. That's impossible. Tina Hines, unable to speak, pointed to the Hines. sky. Hines. Hines, as in the baked beans. Hines, spelled H-I-N-E-S. Hines. Oh, hi. I would pronounce that Hines. 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 
unable to speak, pointed to the sky after scrawling It's Real on a notepad after she was officially dead for 27 minutes what? and revived six times. She, hang on, she, it's real? It's real. What does that mean? She's pointing to the sky, heaven. Right, so is she dead now? Uh, well, let's let's read on. Well, well, is she dead now? I'm glad you're into this story, but well, let's just hold back well, a little bit and let me tell you it. Can you give me some nice music, please? Uh, some heavenly music. Okay, heavenly music. I yeah. can that I can do. Heavenly... I can't spell heaven. Heavenly music. Here we go. Here we go. Let's have some heavenly music for Catherine. A woman has shared a picture of her unusual tattoo and the unbelievable story behind why she has it on her arm. The scrawled writing at first appears to be in a different language, but on closer inspection, it reveals a childlike jumble that reads, It's real. Maddie Johnson had the tattoo on her wrist as a tribute to her auntie, Tina Hines. Can't hear you, the music's too loud. Who died for 27 minutes think, before being revived and brought back hang to on life. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, music's too loud. Uh, here we go. Is the woman dead or not? We'll find out at the end of the story. Yes, she is. I bet is the end, is the answer. Well, if someone's got a message from her tattooed on it, it's probably, yeah, it's probably a tribute, but let's not ruin it for the people who, okay. who are willing to listen. Okay, I'm willing to listen. That just annoying me, actually. Her aunt Tina, a mother of four, was resuscitated six times, four times by her own husband and twice more in hospital. Maddie from California, which is in the USA. Okay, now you're patronising the listener. No, the mirror is. Posted the image of her tat on her Instagram page, which has since been liked more than 17,000 times. She said, A little over a year ago, my Aunt Tina, one of the most amazing, discerning and healthy people I know, had an unexpected cardiac arrest and, according to doctors, had died and was brought back to life four times by my Uncle Brian and first responders before arriving at the hospital. She was put on a defibrillator, and after miraculously waking up, the first thing she did, unable to speak because she was intubated, was to ask for a pen. And my cousin's journal, pen, she wrote the words, pen, It's real. Pen, pen. But she can't speak. Pen. The people in the room asked, What's real? And she responded by pointing up to, the, to heaven with tears in her eyes. So she pointed to the ceiling. The ceiling's real. His, the ceiling is real. Guys, story, trust me, that ceiling, it's real. There's a leak. Her story is too real not to share and has given me a stronger confidence in a faith that so often goes unseen. It has given me a tangibleness, is that a real word? To an eternal tangi- hope. Tangibility. That is not too far away. I love you, Tina Hines. The way you boldly love Jesus and others oh. has changed the way I hope to live and love. It's real. So she's dead? Yeah. Right, so, and she never, so she died for 27 minutes, they resuscitated her, she came back brain damaged. Scribbled it's real. Okay, and then popped her cogs. So we don't know what, it could be real, uh, it it could, could, what, the rest of the sentence could have been, right, type into Google search, it's real, and see what comes up as sentence finishes. Why can't I speak? It's real love, it's really appreciated, it's really simple, I'm feeling good, I feel myself, and I'm feeling understood lyrics. (laughs) And it's real to me, damn it. There you go, you see, maybe that's what she was going for. It's real to me, What's this? damn it. What's this one? It's really simple. I'm feeling good, I feel myself, and I'm feeling understood lyrics. I want to know what this song is. It's really good, I'm feeling really understood. Uh, I think, what is this? This music's great. 
I, I heard this song, this is on Reddit, I heard this song in an airport food store today. The lyrics were simple and they kept repeating they were something like, it's really simple, I'm feeling good, I feel fantastic and I'm feeling understood. The vocals were female and it was upbeat, a modern sounding dance song in between short lyrical verses, does anyone know what it is? It's called an unreleased track, I'm Feeling Good by Sophie Tucker. <laughs> it's all laugh at someone trying something new in their career yeah. and actually doing better than you ever could okay uh, but i'm looking at the skyline behind you and imagining i'm flying i'm looking at st paul's cathedral and imagining i'm singing up into that dome i'm looking at a bell end <laughs> oh dear i have to smile for a moment Oh, you know what this song, this reminds me of with that whistle. I wish I was. <laughs> I tell you who I was at college with. Go on. Roger Whittaker's nephew, Richard. The whistler? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, it was a really nice guy, Richard Whittaker. He was a little bit nerdy, a bit geeky, and he got teased a bit, but he was a really nice guy. He got teased mercilessly when we found out it was Roger Whittaker's um, nephew. But he was he was a nice guy, and he was, um, I got on very well with him, and he, he died. What? He died like, a couple of years after college, so he died in his, his 20s, Gosh, I think. He had terrible. some, I, I don't really know what happened. I think he had some kind of, some, some kind of um, aneurysm or something like that, and it's just, I remember someone saying, oh yeah, Richard Wick is dead. Just comes from nowhere. Yeah, and, and he's a boy. He's a really nice lad, actually. I liked him a lot. And you kind of spend all that time just assuming everyone's all right and everyone. I had that after college that I found out that a few years before a friend of mine had died, he's walking through an underpass in Russia and got run over. Mm. And there's me thinking all this time, oh, at some point we'll we'll see each other again. Yeah. Gone. It's waffa thin. It's waffa thin. The line between here and there, man. It's real. Well, okay, well, okay, you ruined what was actually a very sentimental moment there by being a, a knob. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, 0344-499-1000 if you want to give us a call. Um, and only Fools and Horses superfan. I really dislike Fools and Horses. I don't really get it. I, I really dislike it. It's just like, a, and I never liked it at the time. Yeah, I never liked it at the time. I found it very predictable and te- there's a few good lines in it, a few good lines in it, but I found it very tears. The thing where he falls through the bar, jeez. <sighs> I mean, I liked the guy, the the guy that had a brain damage that would always call Rodney Dave. Trigger. That was his name, was it? Yeah. I, I liked him. He'd obviously been like a car accident or something. Never mentioned. It was but, just, um, let's laugh at him because he's a bit slower. I liked it, the fact that it would always call him Dave. I thought that was funny. I thought that was a really funny conceit. But the rest of it I thought was, was, was not great. Not great. I think my problem with it is I've seen it too much. It was... You know. I remember... When, I, well, I remember it first time round and it was... It was... It was boring. Anyway, an Only Fools and Horses super fan has paid tribute to the classic BBC sitcom by getting some unique body art dedicated to the 1980s show. Dean Payne, yeah, I bet, 31, sat through 50 hours of agony to have the show's main characters tattooed on his back. Um, here's the thing, right, it's all over his back, 
And at the top beneath his neck, the Only Fools and Horses logo. At the bottom, it's the, the van. And he's got Grandad, Uncle Albert, Boise, Trigger, Rodney and Del Boy. But the character he's gone for the largest and in the middle is Grandad. Yeah. That's a weird, that's a weird choice to have Grandad in the middle. Oh, Rodney. I want Rodney. Oh, oh, Rodney. Oh, you make a little man do that, would you, Rodney? Oh, Rodney. That was it, wasn't it? That was the granddad. Wow. That's not bad, That's is great. it? Oh, Rodney. Rodney, you wouldn't make a little man do that. And Uncle Albert was like, course, during the war, During the war, huh? <laughs> of course. Oh, Rodney, you wouldn't make a little man do that. All oh, right, you're a virgin on the step yeah, no, step He also included the only Falls and Horses emblem, I would say it's a logo, and Del Boy is, is, is this, <laughs> Del Boy's is. Del They put D uh, B O Y S apostrophe S. Del Boys's famous yellow three wheeled van. Dean Fon. Del Boys's. Del Boys's. They put here B O Y S apostrophe S. <laughs> His name isn't Del Boys. Why have they put an extra S on there? Okay, yeah, they have. <laughs> Del Boys's. Plonker. <laughs> Famous yellow three-wheeled van. Dean forked out £3,000 for this absolute stupid idea. <laughs> uh, he began... The thing is, he's the only person who won't be able to see it. He began it's last on his back. November with the Del Boy portrait on his right shoulder. Uh, he added the image of Rodney on his left shoulder and Grandad down the middle of his spine. Uncle Albert was linked on his lower back and he finished the design off with two smaller portraits of Boise and Trigger. Um, he said he is thrilled with the results uh, and thinks the tattoos look cushy. I want to know where Marlene is. Around the front. <laughs> um, I've collected things like old props and scripts, which is great, I get that, but wanted to have my own personal tribute to the show. I wanted to use photos from the earlier day of Only Fools and Horses from Grandad's time. Uncle Albert took the longest time because of all the detail of his big white beard. Uh, but Grandad was the most painful, is it? Is right on my spine. Oui. But it's all been worth it, I'm really pleased. It took Dean six eight-hour sittings to have the body art done. He thinks he might have room to squeeze in one more portrait of... Café owner Sid. Who's that even? Sam Butler, a tattooist, tattoo, tattooist of Vintage Inks of Basildon, said it took me about seven hours to each portrait, which is eight a minute ago. Um, it was quite challenging because I had to work from old photographs that were taken in the 1980s. And so the quality wasn't the best. What are you talking about? We could take good photos in the 80s. Um, I'm really pleased with it. I think Dean is too. Dean has met every living member of the cast of Only Fools and Horses apart from Rodney. Dean said, it is my dream to meet Rodney. Mm -hmm. And I hope one day someone can help me fill that. You want to fill Rodney? Don't call him that, his person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not well. No, I know. I might, I might actually be dying. So, now, I tell you what I'm fascinated by at the moment. This spat between um, Amanda Holden. Yeah, and Philip. And Philip Schofield. Because um, there are lots of different sides to this coming forward. So... This now, so we, so she filled in for a little bit when Holly was in the in the jungle, yeah. And somehow it's come out that she was a cow to work with. Sort of Rylan has hinted that she was oh, a cow, has he? yeah. Didn't mention her, 
Um, and the rumour is, he's one of these people, and I've worked with presenters like this. I was never, I, as far as I think, other people who work with me may correct me. I was never never like this, one of these people that would just throw stuff on the floor and expect people to pick up and, and talk to the runners like, duh, and, and all of that, right? I, I don't think I was one of those. I, I, I do stand to be corrected. Um, and apparently Phil isn't like that. Philip Schofield isn't like that. Um... But it's now... But So, here we go. Because the story is, she feels he vetoed her as a yeah. uh, replacement. A This Morning host has called for Amanda Holden to be sacked. Now, this is from a couple of days ago, from ITV completely, amid her spat with Philip Schofield. Sophie Prescott, who presented who has presented 24 segments on the show, said she found the Britain's Got Talent judge controlling, selfish and difficult when they worked together in 2018. The new claims come as Amanda, 48, revealed, fifth, uh, revealed Philip, 57, ignored an olive branch she offered last year in the hope of putting their bitter feud to bed, while the This Morning host declared he'd had a very sad weekend due to the hurtful reports. Um, I mean, she sent him a text, he ignored it. Sophie told the Daily Mirror, Amanda was all me, me, me. I put on a brave, happy face doing the show, but Amanda was very off-putting during my live appearance. Kept asking questions, kept interfering, and I felt she was a very controlling person. Oh, so she was hosting and was doing what a host does, asking questions. Yeah, I think referring to this person as a host is yeah. a little bit misleading. She did she's a section. someone who did right. She's a guest, if anything, right? Amanda is said to have blamed Philip for standing in the way of her getting the gig on this morning when Holly Willoughby went to Australia to host I'm a Celebrity. But Sophie is Team Scof all the way. Okay, she does a... So, so the, 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 this woman, Sophie Prescott, does... A section where it looks like she makes things. Yeah. So she's not a host. Okay. All right. All right but still, still a good contributing member to the team. Amanda is being thoroughly unprofessional in her behaviour to a fellow ITV family member. Who does Amanda think she is? Marching into Kevin Ligo's office, that's the head of ITV, demanding answers on what she alleges that is supposed to have happened. Amanda should be yellow carded and told to shut up or face getting the sack from Britain's Got Talent because that's how TV works. Um, the latest comes as I find this fascinating. Not work with her, I've worked with him. The latest comes as Philip admitted he had had a sad weekend following the hurtful reports of the feud with Amanda. He posted on Sunday, The end of another really sad weekend, when you try for 35 years to be the easiest, most fun person to work with, and you read such hurtful and wildly untrue stories from nameless sources. Obviously, I'll take it on the chin, I just hope you know me better. Um, on Monday's edition of Amanda's uh, radio show, the actress revealed she actress ah oh, okay revealed she tried to go for a coffee with the this morning host fifty seven in an attempt to bury the hatchet, but he declined her invitation. Um, I read something about um, Fern Britton's agent wading in on this as well and suggesting he wasn't the easiest person to work with. Yeah, no, I had that up. Where is? Uh, and I know that from what Fern has said, she was very upset about how it all ended there. Yeah, I had that, and I can't see it now. Um... I have worked with Philip Schofield, found him to be a nice guy. I mean, I was doing, I did a few sections, like, the, 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 I did a few pay-per-views, found him to be a nice guy. Um, but, uh, I mean, he was cold and focused, and there was a slight edge in that way that there is when there's someone presenting a live TV show. And, and they're concentrating. And they're concentrating. Um, he smacked his children, that much I know. Not in front of me, but that's what he told me, and that put me off in my mouth. Mm. But, uh, I, 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 I find it fascinating, don't you? This John Roseman, who's Fern Britton's uh, former agent, yeah. uh, was looking after her when she was presenting this morning alongside Philip, is according to the Huffington Post. Oh, and this is from the Daily Mail. Um, John Roseman's branded the presenter an arch manipulator. 
okay. said that from day one he began to interfere with the editorial content of the show. Fern always left it to the editor and mistakes she had attempted to rectify, but too late. His stranglehold was too tight by the time she recognised what, what he was up to. Their ability to work together was up there with Eamon Holmes and Thea Turner Friction. Now, depending on how you look at that, that could just be someone who's um, interested in the show he's presenting and trying to make sure that he knows exactly what's going on before yep. he presents it, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yep. I understand that. There are some presenters who come in and, and expect to be handed things and just read it out. There are others that don't. I am, I am listening. I'm just... Um, yeah, exactly. And uh, you find that with radio and you find that with television. And I think if someone's been presenting it for a long time, you know, some people want to have a, more of a stake in things. I don't think it's necessarily being a manipulator. If that's all there is to that, that particular comment. I'm trying to find the clip of um, Les Dennis with Richard Herring. Oh, that was so funny. But I can't find it. I don't know where... I think I retweeted it. Uh, uh, who, who, who was it that saw it? Can someone... If someone's got the clip of Les Dennis talking was, about Amanda Holden... It was... Um, Angelos had tweeted it, so I saw it. Okay, okay, okay. It's a funny clip. It's, it's Les Dennis on Richard Herring's... Okay, I... Angelos. Look can on Angelos's thing. Well, I don't know how to find it. What's I'll retweet thing? it. I'll retweet oh, you retweet it. it. Okay. Here we go. This is funny, man. Um, let's, let's see if we can find it. Uh, here we go. Listen to this. This is, so this is Les Dennis being interviewed by Richard Herring. This is great. <laughs> in, in our house in, in Highgate. And, when he was married uh, to was Amanda the Grand National Day. And the plumber was there to fix a washing machine. And um, Amanda came running and said, um, we need to put a bet on. I went, what? It's the Grand National. I said, okay, great. And I, 10 quid. And she went, oh, we need to put more than that. And I went, 20. And uh, the plumber went, kids, eh? <laughs> I, before this all came out, because she um, uh, left Les Dennis for... Um, Neil Morrissey. Sammy, Neil Morrissey. And before that had come out, I think, we went up to Crouch End, which is very near Highgate. Me and um, it's Tessa and her sister, I think. And her sister's boyfriend, yeah. And I've just been on telly a little bit. We, I'd just started to be on telly, or I've been on maybe a year. And we went into this pub in Crouch End opposite the King's Head. I've never been in before or since. I think it's a bike shop now. And we went in, and we went, oh, look, it's Neil Morrissey over there. And some reason we got Neil Morrissey was, was with Amanda Holden I didn't recognise her but it was Amanda Holden for some reason we got talking to him he kind of beckoned me over this is what happens when you're on TV other TV people beckon you over and you go and talk and we got talking and then it, afterwards one of the people I was with went well that was uh, it's not Les Dennis's wife that he's with and that was when it was all yeah don't you remember when Les Dennis went in Big Brother and she didn't there was a big scandal because she didn't come to the him leaving and stuff but, 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 you know marriages break up yeah it's very sad but that um, I know because it happened to me marriages break up it's very sad you know and uh funny isn't it people think it's huge anyway look we're coming towards the end of the show should we have a quick break and then take some calls straight to where let's let's do it set free your mind let your fancy take flight conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio uh, we're going to take calls straight to where for the last 10 minutes of the show before paul ross comes in don't forget tickets are plenty 
literally for two of our shows coming up. And uh, the new Rabbit Hole coming out too. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. It was there in a second. We've got tickets for Shaftesbury and Dorset on Saturday, July the 6th, I think it is. Uh, they're eight quid. Uh, Saturday, July the 27th, we're in Belfast. And, you know, we, we, we've got we sold 50 tickets for a venue that holds 170. What the hell is going on? Um, and we've got a few tickets left, not many, for Bath in September. Um, probably, probably will be the last shows we do this year. So if you want to, we might add some more. So don't hold me to that. But it could, at the moment, it's looking like they're the last shows we're going to do this year. So ianlee.com slash event, I A I N L E dot com slash event. Catherine, new po- rabbit hole podcast. 2 a.m. It'll be, it, it will drop. You'll probably be fast asleep, but it'll be there in the morning when you wake Where up. Where is this one from? Glasgow. It's the last Manchester one. It's the Sunday night. Last Manchester, Manchester one. All righty. Then we're on to Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Then we're on to London. And we might do a few special ones in between as well. Take call straight to F for the last 10 minutes of the show. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, and up your bum. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, the old telephone number. Um, I think this is a big thing, the Prince William thing, the gay thing. I, I think do. this is a big thing. I think this is a very big thing. I can't think of, um, I can't think of another time the royal family have spoken up about LGBTQ plus K issues apart from diana did she speak about it she went and you she know, held hands with she, people she in held AIDS hands with people with aids when it was it was seen primarily as a gay disease mm-hmm. and people thought that you could catch it that yeah, way yeah I, I, I don't remember her saying stuff but you, she probably she possibly did she possibly did um i think this is a big thing and it shouldn't be but i think it is a big thing um, Prince William today said he would wholeheartedly support his children if they were gay, as he spoke to young people disowned by their parents because of their sexuality. My, way, my, my, my. The future king, 37. Mum would be so proud. I always thought of him as a kid, but he's not that much younger than me. But he's significantly younger than me. Is the first royal to open up on this... I can't be old... I can't be older than a monarch. Older than the king. I can't be older than the king of England. <laughs> the future king, 37. Ah, here we go, yeah. Is the first royal to open up on the subject. Maybe that means specifically about their children possibly being gay. And admitted he had recently discussed it with his wife, Kate. But the prince also confessed he worried that George V... George V... Princess Charlotte IV or Louis. Why is it not... Why why have we got the princess in there? Is that hinting... Is that hinting that she's gay? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, could one could be persecuted if they were gay because they are third, fourth, and fifth in line to the throne? Oh, pl- please, dear Lord Jesus, let us have a gay king or queen. That would be absolutely awesome. That would be. So, I'd be. I'd, I'd be into the royal family then. Please, for the love of all that is holy, baby Jesus, let us have a gay king or queen. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't it be amazing? There is. There's a European, isn't there? There's a. Isn't there a? Is there a gay king in? I know the European kings and queens don't really count. They're not proper. Wasn't there a gay king recently? I don't know. Let's have a look. I can't think. Or maybe I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking. Historically, of a, that. But the thing is, historically, that was used as a slur against people who were deposed. Yeah. So it's like, oh, and they were having it off with other men. Yeah. Right, you know. And so because it was. So who knows? Maybe I'm thinking of a gay. Um, 
uh, a gay president or something in, in a European oh, country. Yeah, there um, was, wasn't there? There was. Yes. Can't think who would. Oh, no, was. a presidential candidate uh, is gay. Isn't Not in there? America. I'm talking about in Europe. The, 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 the gay prime minister or president or, or, or first minister or, or something. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. Anyway. The Duke of Cambridge was visiting uh, an LGBT charity in East London that helps young people forced onto the streets because of their sexual orientation or for being transgender. One young gay man who asked not to be identified asked William, if your child one day in the future said, oh, I'm gay, oh, I'm lesbian, whatever, how would you react? I love how they've put that question in the way it was said. Oh, I'm gay, oh, I'm lesbian, whatever. How would you react? He replied, I've been giving that, um, I've been giving that some thought recently because a couple of other parents said that to me as well. I think you really don't start thinking about that until you're a parent, and I think, obviously, absolutely fine by me. Pre uh, Prime Minister of Ireland, Leo Radka. There you go, thank you very much indeed. Obviously, absolutely fine by me. That's a big thing. That's a big thing because we have some, call we have some listeners, not callers anymore, who are um, rabidly homophobic mm -hmm. um and for the royal family to say that i i think that's um, also when good. we were when we were growing up um things got a lot more permissive i think in the uh, there was a lot more talk about it at least in the 1990s you know yeah. more, you know um but uh what i've been reading is that um homophobia is on the rise in the young yeah. in in um, in the us in particular yeah. And, you know, we'll follow. Oh, we've, well, we've noticed it on, you know, that's how people troll these days. Well, there's this, have you heard, I'm not going to go into it, I think there's been an arrest, but there's a story recently of a couple of gay guys that were stabbed. Have you heard about oh, that? Oh, man. But, but uh, um, I've, it was in the news yesterday, I'll tell you later on. Right. It's, it's horrendous. But, you um, know, we used to say, oh, well, when the older generation pop, pop their clogs, things will be a lot mm. a lot easier. I don't think that's necessarily no, I don't the case. Think, I think you can say this. Two gay guys were stabbed and they, uh, they've arrested a 12-year-old. Oh, man. This is, you know, this is, this is, and they think it was, anyway. Um, but William added, it worries me not because of them being gay, it worries me as to how everyone else will react and perceive it, and then the pressure is on, is then on them. Hello, Line One, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian, hi, Catherine. It's yeah. Barry from Western. Barrington. Uh, I just want to say, Ian, uh, all the best with these uh, tests. Thank you very um, much. A lot of the listeners, mate, we're all thinking about you. And I, I really would like to say how much I admire the way you're dealing with all of this, mate. Lots of love and peace, man. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. There we go. Um, it's, it'll be a stomach bug. I, you know, it'll be a stomach bug. I, I think I, I may have panicked people yesterday, and um, there's, uh, there's no need for that. Um, uh, when asked about his children, the one thing I'd be worried about is how they, particularly the roles my children feel, is how that is going to be interpreted and seen. So Catherine and I have been doing a lot of talking about it to make sure they were prepared. I think communication... This guy's great, man. I think communication is so important with everything. In order to help understand it, you've got to talk a lot about stuff and make sure how to support each other and how to go through the process. During what is thought to be the first time a member of the royal family has visited a dedicated LGBT organisation, um, William also took part in a bi orgy with several of the people there. This is incredible scenes. Um, and the, the video is on the Daily Mail website if you want to go and see that in all its rainbow glory. Um, oh, three. Oh, man. A gay king or queen. Oh, God. That would be, be beautiful. It'd be beautiful. Did you um, hear or see the clip of the um, captain of the US football team saying that she isn't going to go to the effing White House? 
Oh, no, why? <laughs> because uh, someone said, you know, are you looking forward to going to the White House? Because yeah. that's kind of standard procedure. America's women's footballers are doing really well at the moment. And so usually that's customary for them to get invited. Yeah. Probably for some burgers, knowing yep. what's his name. Love burgers. Um, and they said, you're Donald looking, Trump, you're president looking, of the Americas. You're looking forward to going to the White House. And she says, I'm going to the effing White House. Why? Why? Well, because he's famously um, not a supporter of, of um, you know, women. Yeah. Or homosexual well, he, he supports, women. He supports women, but he supports them with his hand at crotch yeah. level. That's with, where Without he their them. permission, yeah. Yes, yes. So, yeah, she's not going to the effing White House. Wow. Good for her. And then he tweeted that she was uh, disrespecting the country and stuff. And I looked on the responses and they're just precious. He's saying that she's not disrespecting the country, she's disrespecting you. <laughs> <laughs> what a world. Come in, Paul Ross. Come in, Paul Ross. What a world, what a world we live in. Here comes Paul Ross. You right? Coming up ahead. A bit tired. We've had a really busy run and then it's just the last 15 minutes. We've sort of wound down very, very nicely and it's a nice mellow... Kind of, I hate it, the fact you've got to kneel there. I had to kneel in front of Ian Collins yesterday. It felt kneel before Zod. It felt wrong, but it felt right as well. <laughs> kneel before Zod, the greatest line Terence Stamp ever spoke. <laughs> it's a wow. great it's a great Out of the Phantom Zone. Or I remember seeing that, um, that battle when um, Superman loses all his powers and he battles Zod. And uh, I remember seeing that as a kid, and just that was the most terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. Mayhem. Man. Zod is a great is a great character. The slick back here, and everything. Kevin Stamp and Michael Caine shared a flat at the top end of the King's Road in the early 1960s. Yeah. And Terence Stamp, according to Michael Caine, in one of his many lucrative autobiographies, went to Harrods and bought something and brought it back to the flat. Yeah. Because Terence Stamp, Terence Stamp, East London, Michael Caine, South London. Terence Stamp claimed the ladies would love it. He came back with a bear cub. <laughs> and Michael oh, Caine said, have you any idea how big those things get? <laughs> but can you imagine that? Just at the dawn of the Swingy Sixties, yeah. Terence Stamp, Michael Caine, and a bear cub. The mayhem. Adorable. Come, they come back for a coffee, Kath, and there's a bear cub. <laughs> yeah, I won't be back in six to, months. Uh, um, do, uh, you're right. <laughs> Someone is just tweeted te tweeting me. What does this mean? I didn't know your show finishes at midnight. Every night this week it switches over to talk sports, so I missed the last hour. Where's this guy? Where's is this, this guy listening? online? I've tweeted. I've, Where um... are you listening, dude? But they used to do that. They they sold. Didn't they sell a lion yeah, cubs at yeah. Harrods? Was that, uh, the, the film about film it? Yeah. Two gay guys bought one and then returned it to the wild and went back years later and the lion recognised them, which was a lovely yeah. story. Yeah. What is on your show tonight, please? Paul? Uh, on the show, we've got Ken Livingston joining us. I know he saw me hiding around the corner, yeah. waiting to pounce on Catherine. Yes, and I, I could see... about to harass your producer. <laughs> I could see Ken Livingston coming. I'm thinking this is too weird, but I can't stop now. I'm really... <laughs> He's got quite a good book out called Livingston's London, which is a sort of potted autobiography, which is quite good. But obviously a lot going on in the Labour Party, yep. including yesterday the reinstatement of Chris Williamson, Labour MP for Derby North, despite allegations and concerns over anti-Semitic remarks. I've yep. talked to Ken about, a bit about that. Oh. We've also got, uh, <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's one of those things he's been caned for yeah, in the past. Has, Although, yeah. as we know, he was actually factually correct when he said that Hitler and the Nazis were considering doing some deal with his own, okay. called yeah. the Havara Agreement. Yeah. I'm boring even myself. I'll yeah, stop yeah, no, I'm, so, I'm just staying out of it. <laughs> I'm just staying out And we've it. also got an amazing story about a Bronze Age dagger that was found. Now, it's down in a museum in Wiltshire, Devizes in Wiltshire. Yeah. This museum has got two-thirds of the Bronze Age gold that's been recovered in the UK. It was mainly down that part of the world. They dug it out of a barrow. Yeah. They pulled it out of the ground, okay, in 1808. Yeah. And the minute it hit daylight, the handle disintegrated and all these... And 140,000 tiny bits of gold fell no. to the ground. So they're reconstructing that, and we've got the story of that, and what it might have been used for. They're more common in France, apparently. They yeah. think this might have been imported from France. They're trying to research exactly where the gold came from and what this dagger might have been used for. It was buried 
pointing upwards, surrounded by animal skulls, uh, skulls and skeletons. Some kind of sacrifice. Jeez, the old Boom! days, they were freaky. They got you, didn't it? Look, there. Had no reality telly, did they? No, they, well, they didn't. This is it. This is it. This is why we need to knock reality TV on the head. Um, and go back to sacrificing animals and human beings. On a Saturday <laughs> night, I would watch that. You see the, we've only got 30 seconds, see the Jeremy, Jeremy Kyle bosses didn't realise how unreliable truth, lie detectors were. They, really? A lot of lie detector experts are saying, yeah, they're it's like... 50-50. Well, they're, they're, the, lot of the experts are saying it's, it's kind of like a third, 66% reliable. If you get yourself angry, yeah. it distorts the results yeah. and they can't read them properly. Uh, and well, even, you know, um, Jerry Springer and Ricky Lake used to always underline the fact that they're not 100%. Well, do you remember Jerry Springer had a, we've only got 10 seconds, had a, a game show where people were wired up to a... To try and beat detector. one, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, that's enough nonsense from us. We will be back tonight at 10 o'clock. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you to all of the callers. Do stay tuned, though. Coming up after 1 o'clock, it's Paul Ross only on Talk Radio. We are Talk Radio.